Welcome, community, to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. His name is Ben. And your name is Chris. <laughs> hey, and guys. How you going? Together, that was shit. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, okay, so today we are brought to you by our good friends, Pure Blonde, because we like beer and we also like to keep off the weight. I thought you were going to say we also like blondes, and it seems to be a recurring oh. theme. <laughs> that would actually sound much better than trying to keep the weight off. <laughs> yes, that's true. So there you go. Um, Chris, what an interesting week and some very big scores. Um, very quickly, hashtag blessed, Coniglio and uh, Hita. Oh my God, Hita, you were, tw- you were messaging me, you were tweeting, or tw- I call it twatting. I call it twatting. Hita <laughs> uh, going nuts, mate. I did say, all the defenders out, Hita is going to go 100 plus and you were like acted as if you know I didn't know what I was I talking about I played it down a little bit because we've you know we, we've blessed him I, all year and he's gone good for two games I played it down <laughs> I said 100 and he got like a 149 so you know my man Heater seriously he just kept going you know he he actually played a really good game we'll go into that in the round review but I loved his game and I'm hoping that um, they don't bring back some more defenders to rival him because I thought that him as that's my role oh. that was Heater's game F and A Cotton F, F and A, a. <laughs> well done so how'd you go Chris um, I know how you went but tell the community oh yeah I went alright <laughs> no I did go really well well uh, Walters yeah, yeah. So we, were, we, were, we were talking just before the Fremantle game and I was at this point ahead of Chris and Chris is like I need Walters to go like 100 plus and then I'll, I'll probably beat you I was like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Next minute, Walter's, like, killing it early. Yeah, he went really big. Actually, he didn't... Um, again, we'll go through this in the round review, but um, I didn't see him for the first half of the first quarter. And then he takes a mark on the lead in the four pocket and kicks the first goal for Frio. So, like, his first touch is a goal. Okay, cool. Bang. After that, goes straight into the center, grabs a clearance, just starts going... To, like, it was like... It was the on switch. And then all of a sudden, this avalanche of Walter's just started... He was everywhere. And just taking marks for, for no reason, leaning up on the wing, taking mark, kicking it forward. They would kick it back. He would lead up, grab a mark. They would lead up. He would do the same thing. It was just a weird to watch. But it was I was awesome. going to say, Walters is probably more used to a uh, metho avalanche than... Uh, <laughs> it's raining bottles. It's raining bottles out here. Get the Popping bottles. bottles. <laughs> uh, like a blizzard. Um, so, look, I did go pretty well because of uh, Walters' late surge. And, of course, Fife. I think everyone had Fife anyway, but... Um, 25-16 was my score, which was pretty good. It wasn't amazing. There were some guys that did um, better. Um, but for me, I thought it was pretty good, especially considering I didn't have Robbie Gray. So I didn't have uh, him on oh, field. Oh, what an insult. Yeah, well, it meant I played Guelphie on field. So How'd Guelphie go? 68. So it wasn't terrible. So probably scored about four points more than Gray anyway, yeah, exactly right? right? Yeah, yeah 100%. Right. Um, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, I, my, what I'm most happy about is my rise up the ranks. So I'm now ranked inside the top 1,500. So... I went up by uh, 1,162 places to 1,459. Nice. Congratulations. I won eight of my nine league games and got pumped by 50 points in the, in the other one. So oh, wow. I got like so someone had a good 50. day. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, 2,482. Uh, so so not, not, not too, too much, bad, yeah. uh, except for the fact that... Um, 
I was tossing up between a few people to bring in. I went in Howe as a, a good old point of difference, and I thought he'd be really consistent. He was on a hot roll, like he a hot roll. Uh, <laughs> he was on a he was he was on a, a little bit of a heater, and um, I thought, you know what? He's actually been doing pretty well lately. So he if he continued that form, it'd be a real good point of difference compared to going for a Lloyd who's just come off his real big hot streak and everyone's jumping on. So I was like, you know what? If Heater can actually uh, Heater, if Howe. Uh, can really replicate new heater. I like yeah, to call him. If, yeah, the new the new heater. So um, <laughs> if he could replicate some of that form, then I could be ahead of the game instead. That's true. Uh, he did uh, probably horrible as far as um, how he's normally been outputting, just for uh, scoring purposes. And uh, won seven of my ten leagues. I am now five thousand eight hundred and twenty-seven nice. after my my blowout last week. So I, I rose three thousand places. Still not as high as I was uh, a couple weeks ago, but getting there, Chris. I think um, I think you'll definitely hit the top five thousand. You should now challenge yourself to make top two. Oh, I don't I reckon, know. We'll see. I reckon you can get there. You're not that far behind in overall points. So. We'll see. It depends on these buy rounds, I think, and yeah. that's why I'm, that's why this uh, the next couple of weeks is very challenging, Chris. And if I'm unsure on what I'm going to do, then I think uh, the kind folks in fantasy land um, are very much confused also as they to what are. they want to do. Yes, and we will discuss all your available options because that's what we do. We just help out the community. Yeah, except for us, we're taken, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these options are closed. I could be swayed for you know oh, like wow. a six pack. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, look, in terms of um, leagues, uh, so the leagues actually, they, they went up quite dramatically. So I'm assuming that a lot of people got on heater or on the heater train. On the heater train Get because everyone's um, everyone's teams, all of these leagues just jumped up some places. Well, he's now averaging 93 points per game. So he's we said a bad. benchmark for him should be 95. So um, if he doesn't make that, I'm probably going to have to trade him, uh, like a late trade, like a luxury trade. But... Um, I'm hoping that uh, he can continue the form and turn up again this yeah, week. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not the worst person on my side at the moment. I'm and we keep saying... coming back to Billings. <laughs> keep on coming back to you, Billings. And uh, anyway, so look, um, yep, yeah, so look, we'll go with uh, our Supercoach bonus league. Really jumped up there in 86 now, Chris. They're in the top 100. So That's kudos to you. That's what we want. We want a um, few in the top 100. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean, let's just, um, you know, we might be helping with some of those points, but that's okay. Uh, and the next one really surprised me. The big shootout is Supercoach Insider 3 is 58th, and they have just monstered it because both of these guys were like around 110. Yeah. You know, sitting around that mark, getting quite close towards each other, doing really well. Our podcast group is 154, so they've really lifted. And the sausage rolls are still sitting around the 1500s. So I don't know what's going on there, guys. Well, um, you're, um, you've closed the gap, though, because uh, I was uh, our Supercoach, uh, uh, sorry, the Chris League. SCI league, I should call it, um, is 460. So that's under 1,200. Oh, we're getting there. Is that the first time this season? I don't we're know. We're going to have to call you Mr. 1,100 now. <laughs> Legs 11. Woo-woo. Yeah, um, so that's it for the leagues. Yeah. Uh, and look, there was uh, the top score of uh, the people that posted on our um, on our weekend post was a guy called Daryl Baker, who has been fairly active on our page. So shout out to you, Daryl. Yep, he posted burned everyone a- so hard that he baked them. <laughs> that's true. Good one. <laughs> uh, he got a 26 uh, uh, 26 22 which is uh, insane so that would have definitely put him in the top uh, I think top 30 or top 40 yep um, apparently so the person does. apparently the person that he beat was very cross and very hot and bothered he was hot and cross <laughs> oh, cross but, oh wow Baker joke that was, that was, that yeah, was, that, that was good oh, I'm sure it. he's never heard of that, those jokes before yeah probably not he's never had a bakery joke <laughs> oh wow that was really lame <laughs> 
Um, I'm just a, a check in on our uh, group. So, um, as you know, if you are a regular on the pod, we actually have a Super Coach Insider group um, that we're using next year to develop our uh, promotion and relegation leagues to divide and conquer. To, yes, to divide much. and conquer. Um, I'm in the uh, I'm in Division One right now, mate. In uh, sitting nice in uh, in uh, position fifteen. Where about to you? I don't know, Chris, 45th, but uh, look, what's that third league in? But look, that's okay. You've nah, got, you've, you've got we time can't to both improve. be in the first nah, league, Chris. Exactly. And to be fair, can't have the world. To be fair, I actually have um, some investigators uh, looking into this, Chris. I have sent numerous emails and they say, <laughs> piss off, leave me alone. We don't care if you think your friend is trying to hack into Supercoach. Oh, yeah. um, so at this point in time, I have to believe you, unfortunately. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Unlucky. Um, the number one for that uh, that group is a guy called Brett. Um, his the team name is Same Old Same Olds, and he's actually overall rank is number five oh, in Supercoach. So wow, we um, yeah, we're gonna get some competitive leagues next he year. He must win sure. all the time with that kind of name, Same Old Same Old. Yeah, just and, well, I just win. Just and, all I do is win, 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 no, no matter, matter what. what. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty started to stoke with the the results there and um, fifth overall. Geez, yeah. he must have picked everyone. Well, I had a look at his team and it's not too dissimilar to most teams, but he has nailed a lot of picks. You know, you've, you've got Grundy, which yeah. I think I think if you're Huge. in the top ten, you've got to have. Oh, you Grundy. Ha- well, you have to have yeah. Grundy. The way the way he's monstering people, and McRae, Grundy, yeah. McRae. I don't yeah. think you have to be have Grundy to be competitive, but if you want to be top like top tier, yeah. And I, like top tier would be top hundred. I think you'd probably have to have Grundy. Or you'd be, you'd have to have picked everyone but Grundy. Like you've got to be real close to that edge. So, yep. Um, good on him. Uh, now, in terms of banter of the week this week, so uh, we went with our old fave. Yeah, I thought we'd go with uh, with old Swizz. Yeah, uh, Taylor. Man, been complaining for weeks that he hasn't won it over Stones. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's because Stones keeps doing up all the quality banter, mate. Yeah, no, nah, it's um, very good. They're both both really good. But um, you want to go? Yeah. So everyone else, feel free to get involved and give us some banter, guys. Like jump in. So I know we're not. Bold to fresh this week, but Some, uh, hey. the, the problem is when we get involved with the banter, it just turns to gutter talk. So you've got to you got to up the game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're not <laughs> afraid to cream, get yeah. we're not afraid to get messy. But anyway, so <laughs> it was um, a picture of a skeleton, and it was quote sitting to, on a park bench. Yes, you know that, saying that, that, that um, yeah, yeah, waiting for Billings to make a ton <laughs> uh, or to get a relevant supercoach score. <laughs> and uh, I was like, are you sure you're not talking about Fremantle winning a premiership? <laughs> uh, so, was it that Mexican Kelly? Like, why not have both? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, T Swizz, uh, Taylor, thanking you. A good Two job. thumbs up and a crisp high five to you, my friend. Um, but look, at the end we of the day, like crisp. Remember? No, no. But we do like high fives. Yes. I don't know. It's it's difficult. <laughs> I like them crisp, but I don't like to say crisp. <laughs> uh, he's actually scoring quite well, and I hate that. You guy. eat soggy it's chips really just out of protest. Yeah. Exactly right. Right. Now, um, all right, jumping into the bubble boys, guys. So obviously there is some trading targets this week. Um, whether or not you go double down or one down, one up, we'll talk a bit about that as yes. we go through, um, and especially for you. Yeah, it's a difficult one because uh, I spoke to Chris. I'm like, I, I could afford to go Rocky and Walters this week. Makes my team look pretty good, but then at the same time, I'm sacrificing people that could actually score more for the year in their position. Um, you got, yeah, I reckon that doing that a, would be greedy, like for points this week. Well, not to mention that you've yeah. got some real good bubble boys. So you got um, Tim Smith. Yeah, I think uh, he's a lock he, at this stage. Oh, so. He's got a break even of negative 118. I think yeah. he's priced to go up by like 69K or something stupid. So I think he has to be uh, priority number one. Yep. Um, literally, I think his phones and everything are tapped at this moment because... 
he's literally in that much high demand. So uh, the next one is Ridley, negative uh, 51 break even as a defender yep. for Essendon. So he had a high round one score, didn't round he? Round like one, had a 49, or... round two. Yeah. Uh, look, and Hurley probably back-ish, so who knows how he'll actually go and what his security is uh, like. Patrick Ambrose, though, is listed now to be out uh, for a few weeks, so yeah, that and could you got... sure up his job security. Yes, and you've got um, old mate KO knocking out Rewalt uh, out for two weeks as well. Um, knocked out Rewalt? Uh, oh, that's the wrong team. Yeah, you're anyway. talking about Carlisle. Yeah, I'll just... Oh, he used to play for him. Maybe, maybe, I, was, maybe I was on those drugs because... <laughs> yeah, you've, you've still, been taking still, the Carlisle coke, I still I see him as Essendon and how he just like had that 160, He still has the black and red. It's not necessarily your fault. He's just got a little bit of white added in. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, maybe he needs to get in the sun more. <laughs> uh, okay, next one is Bailey Rice, negative 49, break-even defender for Saints, if, yep. I, if I am correct there, Chris. Yep. St. Kilda for that one. Yeah, it is. Yep, the Saints. Right. Yep. Yes. Of the relevant uh, bowl boys, I think those three are really the only ones that you should be looking I at. I think they're relevant. I think for those three, I think it really does feel good on the whole. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> preparation H. And uh, <laughs> look, the, the other one to note as well, watching this week um, is Chris just cracking up at Austin Powers. Sorry, I just, there's <laughs> some things that always crack me up. Austin Powers and Austin Anchorman. Powers, man. It's yeah, those for sure. two. It's like, it's, it's a... It's a, it's a uh, okay, so and then we touched on this last week, but uh, Mr. Panadol himself, Mr. Heron, is negative uh, uh, 47 break even. Uh, he scored a 54 in his first game, so he's a cheap, dirt yep. cheap defender. So 102k defender playing for Gold Coast, so he's a one to watch. Yeah, as let's well. see how he goes this week. And uh, Austin as well for the Saints, 106 in his first game, but he's a 160k defender, so let's see how he goes this week. Keep an eye out on yeah. for those. I mean, I'd be happy if Austin was to average a 70 across the year, but uh, I'm looking at him more as a guy that I'm going to trade in yeah. and have at D7 for the rest of the year. If it gets me a 70 when, you know, someone goes well, down. Well, see, I feel the same for, like, a Rice. I think Rice could average, you yeah. know, high 60s. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I think he'll get more confident. Well, I'm at the stage now where the guys that I'm trading, and I'm probably not trading them out. So you've got to be really careful with your trading targets now. Yeah, that's why I was thinking yeah. Rice is a... I think, that's why I think Rice, for me, is a good option. That's why Tim Smith is a must-have. Because yep. if, if he can average you 70 or, or, or 80 for the rest of the year, sitting on your pine, mate, that, you've got to take that. It's not necessarily, I don't think, even about... Um, well, it is about break-even because you well, do want them to make cash in case of emergency. Correct, but correct. At the end of the day, you, right now you're looking at you're not really looking at cash options. That the guys in your team sh- you, you should be already developing cash. Other guys that you're going to trade out and have your cash for your final upgrades. Yep. You should be in a position right now, it, especially well, unless you're paying for league and you've got 24 trades and you're still you know biding your time. Most people, if they're playing for overall, only have three to four upgrades left after this week which means that they've usually got a plan in place between now and round 14 that they're going to have a fully upgraded team. So the rookies that you're going to have into your team now, they're not going to be plumped by that time. So you're going to probably have them after the buys, and then you're going to be looking at, okay, well, these are the guys I'm going to carry on my pine for the rest of the year. So do they have good job security? That's your number one. Yes. Do they have good scoring power? That's your number two. Yep. So and that's why for me, I think uh, Tim Smith and Rice are really good options for this week. Yep. I would both, like. I, think I, w- both I would like to go one down, one up. But then I'm really liking that, and I think Rice with the last buy as well. Uh, just I don't know if I trust Murphy. I don't know if I trust. 
uh, Cummings to get game time. So therefore, I think it's important that I pick a guy that I actually think will play yep. um, throughout most of those buys. And I think you know, I think he could actually be a good option if I do need to fob one of these other guys off. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, just a quick one on uh, Cumming. He said a good game in the seconds. Yeah, he did. He had 33 disposals and two goals. Um, I'm hoping he gets a game and stays well away from heat up. Well, it'd be nice if he came in and then didn't actually or give it off to heat up. Adver- yeah, adversely affect Heater's um, scoring potential. Um, I think that he probably does play this week. Well, they keep losing, so I think they need to put him back in after having a good game. They've got to promote. They've got to for do those something. doing well. They have to promote at least some kind of reward. They've got to do something. They have um, to do something. So, but, I mean, anyway. look, the, the, even the game that he he did play and he got a sixteen, he was. I don't think he was necessarily out of position. He was definitely playing more of a lockdown role. Um, he gave up a lot of free kicks, which obviously impacted his scoring. So, you know, he's had a good season thus far. I think he deserves a second shot. That's fair. Whether that's now or in three weeks' time, I'm not really fussed. I can still... And the great thing is this week he gives me a great loophole option. So, worst case scenario, I can. He's, they play the last game of the week. That's so he's a well, great I need Murphy to, I need Murphy to play if I'm on a loophole. Um, anyway, so let's go into some good upgrade targets. Um, to be honest, it's, it's a little bit of a difficult one because the buy is next week. Yeah. Um, they start. So, realistically, the only people I'd be looking to bring in would be Rockcliffe, Walters because he's so low on a break-even... Um, Paddy Ryder, and at least if he, with Walters as well, he's got the last buy. Yes. So you, you'll at least gain the next three weeks of scores before you actually... And you have no idea how tempted I've been to throw like 90k or something onto Billings. Yep. Very tempting. Yeah. So tempting, but at the same time, because they have the same buy, so it doesn't really you know, cause that issue. It won't impact your actual buy structure. Tempting. There. But anyway, so look, uh, Rocky... Uh, so if any of the Port or Suns players, although Suns players, I think they're all pretty much toast anyway, except for maybe Tommy Lynch if you want to back him in, but he's got a high break even. Yeah, so you can't wouldn't... really jump on him this week. And he's just coming back from injury, so I'd leave that, um, which really just leaves it as Rockcliffe, probably Paddy Ryder and Gray are the only three that you could actually justify, I feel. Um, and Paddy Ryder's a 50-50 anyway. You see, so... you're missing out on the old Westhoff train, mate. Oh, that's right. That's, that's... Oh, and Boke, I guess. <laughs> Westhoff and Boke. I'm just talking about my mind. I just, I don't know. I, yeah. don't, I don't trust Westhoff. I'm, uh, I'm jumping on the Westhoff train this well, week. Well, we've, we've had, I don't know, like if you look at the last couple of years, Westhoff usually starts horribly or ends horribly. And he goes on this massive hot patch where he ends up averaging like 110 or 100 for a, a period of games. He could end up, he could, at some point, he's been averaging like 70. I've traded him into my side and then he goes up and ends up averaging 100 for the rest of the year. So... Yep, I, yeah, I, it's, I, I, just is, don't, I just don't trust him. That's the reason why I think he can actually pull it together for a full season. So there's a couple of things going for him. Well, has he gotten younger that I don't know about? No, no. I, well, I think has he put role, on more bulk that I don't know about? His role, his role and his ability to adapt to different roles, I think, is a really unique quality. So sometimes he'll go in the ruck. Other times he'll play on the ball. Other times he'll go to the wing and play a... Uh, a, um, a Nick Rewalt role where he's, where he's hitting the logos and other times he'll go forward and take a mark and kick it all. Because of he, he does all of those to a fairly high standard, he generally can score points in all fields, which I really like and I think he's a, a very unique player. There's not really many players in the comp that are very much similar to him. You know why I don't like him, Chris? Because it sounds like he's a jack of all trades and a master of none. Yeah, except he's scored really well. So he's got a low score of 82 this season. Yeah, that's low. Um, Sure. Um, So, you know, that was his lowest score in round three. Um, His highest score actually was in round one. So this is when Ryder was in the team. 
Ryder got injured that game. Yep. Uh, and he scored a 140, but he wasn't out for the game, was he? No, oh, he got injured three in the third quarter. Yeah. Well, I don't think he put on 140 I, points in a quarter, mate. I think it was inflated, mate. Inflated. Move um, on. The people don't want to hear about Westoff, Chris. You don't it, want to sell them on your point of difference, and well, I don't want to sell them on crap. Last week, he got a 116 again with Ryder in the team. So, I don't yeah. think it's necessarily... But last week, they didn't even play. No, not last week. Two oh, weeks yeah. ago. So, you don't even know what you're talking about. Don't sell shit, Chris. Tell them to buy a newspaper if they want to read this horrible stuff. Anyway, I th- I'm jumping on the Westoff train. I think he's a unique. I think you can do a lot worse than a guy that's... Uh, I don't even give yeah, you a joke. You can, you can. You can do a lot worse. Um, that's true. I'm in a unique position though, and I'll tell you why, because I already have Walters, so I don't need to get Walters in. I'm not on the Rockcliffe train. I think that the Rockcliffe is good for people who they strap for cash. Yeah, you're either strap for cash or you gotta risk it for the biscuit. You've just gotta go, I need to do something out of the ordinary. Yeah, like JB, who's like sitting at twenty four thousand overall and he, he's a port <laughs> fan, so <laughs> just shredding him. Dude, hey, risk we it. love you. JB, you got to risk it, bro. <laughs> That's so Did you hear mean. their podcast? It sounded like they dropped cutlery or something, so I tweeted. I'm like, dude, who dropped the cutlery? <laughs> so they just like... Oh, it was just, a, st- it was just a stats book made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do think um, if you're low in the rankings and you want to try and get some uh, spots up, then Rockliffe's the guy that you probably can get in. He might get you some 130s and he might go really big, or he could average you 95 or 90 for the rest of the season and then you're screwed. It's a literally huge risk reward. Yep. Guys at... M- at the in the top five thousand, or I don't reckon even you should be doing that because the guys that are above you aren't going to take that risk. They got they're, they're going to bank in on an Oliver to do the same or better. Yep. So in my opinion, you in in the top echelon, you can't do it. Um, and if you do, you're really selling yourself short instead of um, points return because there's every chance that in three weeks' time he plays four pocket. Robbie Gray comes in for a game, and I think that they will probably do that depending on how fit they each are on that week. Here's the so, selling part for me, though. He is so cheap. He is and so I cheap. love a bargain. You will so never, M9, you great. will never see him that yeah. cheap again. M9, great. If, you, if you've if yeah. you got luxury trades well, to pull him in now, if you've got 20 trades well, be, He'd be trades. an M8 and then you push him to M9, yeah. realistically. Well, how many trades do you have left? Mm, I don't know. Not that many. <laughs> see, because I've only got 15. So right now, I don't have, I'm not in the position. I've got three guys I need to upgrade. If I do all my upgrades after Ooh, this 15. week. Yeah. So we're in the same spot. And so that's not including my trades For me, week. I'm going to have um, probably eight or nine trades by the time I go full primo. Now, I want to hold at least a couple of trades for the next five rounds for injuries. And then you're going to want to have about five or six trades going into the last four or five weeks. Because the last thing you want to do is if someone gets, at that point, if someone gets an injury can't cover it you've just got to literally replace them and sideways swap them so you do need to uh, have those trades in your bank in the last part of the season so yep um, I'll probably have about four trades left so yeah if, it's, if you've got yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you've got the luxury to bring him in and then just chuck him into M9 because you've got 20 trades then sure like go for it you know you've got nothing to lose I personally just don't think it's a it's a good tactic if you're going for overall and you don't have many trades left. I was actually planning on sending Supercoach an email uh, after I've done all my trades for the okay. buyers and say, excuse me, I think I've seemed to have lost some trades. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please give me another five? Please, yes. sir, I want some more. Could you please give me some antiseptic? <laughs> Can you please pass the antiseptic cream? And some band-aids. It smells a little bit like almonds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is very badly broken. 
Anyway, oh wow! Uh, but look, look quickly. Uh, so the trading targets you've got Rockcliffe um, and Walters both have a break even of twenty five. Yep. Both very cheap. Um, you're looking at uh, ones that could be possible. Even uh, I don't recommend this, but Bryce Gibbs is four thirty two k. So very cheap with a break even of eighty eight. Uh, we spoke about this. We don't think we think Sloan being out really hurts him. So if Sloan comes back in, uh, which it doesn't yep, look like it'll 100%. be anyway uh, at the moment, but. Uh, I think with uh, Sloan in, Gibbs could really go nuts. Yeah. Um, which like, like he did at the start of the year, yeah. he went absolutely nuts, and then people traded him in, which we laugh about still. Uh, the next one, Lance Franklin. If you don't want a Walters and you want uh, somebody else, same buy. Can't bring them both in. I no, don't you think. can't bring them yeah. both in. But uh, look, Lance, four fifty-seven k break even on one hundred three. Uh, Longmire said that uh, he's basically not really training much at the moment. Uh, playing, getting managed. Yeah, getting yep. managed. So, same as Ryder. Ryder's look, getting managed. But as they well. do versus Carlton this week, and uh, let's face. That Jones pulled his good game last week, so <laughs> he's, 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 uh, he's had a lottery tickets at this point. Yeah, he's come up against Lance Franklin. Pretty so. much, it's like the meat raffle. And uh, last week <laughs> Jones got the uh, got the biscuits, but uh, this week I think he'll be uh, buying done tickets. So tickets to the spin, fr- we'll tickets, spin the wheel. Yeah, he'll buy uh, tickets the to the Buddy Show instead. I think this week. He'll so just, he'll just be sitting down on the ground, just watching it all unfold. Uh, probably one of the most important ones. If you don't have Dusty Martin or Dangerfield, I think this is a week you really need to get them in. Uh, Dustin Martin for 82k like he has dropped some serious cash like 170k or something 171 uh break even of 81 so dusty martin's got a couple of tons in a row he's 482k he's cheap you need to get on him if you don't have him already yeah i feel uh and dangerfield he's 612k with a break even of 120 but they're versing gold coast with no midfield insight yeah I think, um, well, Danger's a no-brainer. If you don't have yep. him now, then if you don't have him you've now, you've got to get him. Yep. Um, he's actually, I think he's averaging now one close to 120. Um, uh, 117, he's averaging below Crips. I had a look today. Yeah, that annoys me. Um, <laughs> but look, at the end of the day, Danger's Danger, and eventually he's going to pump out a 150. I thought it was going to be this week. Thank you very much, sir. Danger, danger. Dan- dan- <laughs> high voltage. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I thought it was going to be this week, and we both said, uh, you know, 150 for Danger this week. Yeah, he just didn't um, do it, though. But Cult come when a flop, though. No, no, they didn't. They held on, and that kind of really hurt. And he wasn't that good. But- and we'll talk about that, but um, I was hugely impressed with Kate Simpson's game, like you wouldn't believe. Oh, and absolutely made played. up for him doing Unreal. horrible for me last week yeah. when I brought him in. I have the curse, Chris. The week I bring people in, they do horrible. I bring, so who are you bringing people I, in this week? So that the I'm bringing in the rookies. So <laughs> I brought in coming, then he doesn't get a game. Right. The week after that, uh, actually no, that was the same week I brought in. Kate Simpson got a seventy. Right. Cheers, brother. Cheers, cheers. And Ooh, that was. Uh, that was. <laughs> and um, anyway, so Simpson got a seventy. Did horrible. This week I bring in how gets like what a fifty-eight or sixty. I don't even know. I didn't look because he did that bad. Um. Yeah, so uh, if I bring so when I bring in Robbie Gray next week, guys, just be uh, mindful that he might fall off a cliff. Yeah, and look, um, uh, <laughs> I think one thing we'll do, and we 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 talked about it earlier, is we we are going to do a pod um, reassessing a top ten and think what I might what we might do. Um, maybe at, maybe at the buys. Well, we're going to do it at the buys. Yeah, let's yeah, do it at the buys. What I want to do is, and this is something I'll do. I want to go through our preseason podcast at predictions uh, and who we thought was going to go good, who we thought was going to go get uh, go against. Over everyone because we've got them all. We've all got them all written down. We evaluated maybe fifteen players from each team, and we can simply put just like a tick and cross next to all, all the predictions that we made. Can we just cross out Billings now? <laughs> yeah. that, can we just do that? No, no, I I wholeheartedly said the Billings would do bad. However, I did say that um, I'd think his cap would be ninety eight average. Therefore, I didn't need him. 
I didn't realize his his cap was a seventy. Mate, I thought his cap was on the roof. I just didn't realize it'd be me trying to blow my brains out on the roof. Like seriously, I'm so glad that I skipped the building. I am train. so glad I live in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that emails don't reach that far. That's true. That's that is true. true. Anyway. Look, we need the internet first, right? We do. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the internet, let's go into the Q&A. So lots of people have many questions, Chris, and I don't blame them because even I don't know what I'm going to do this week. It's anarchy. It's, I don't know what I'm going to well, do. I know exactly. I've already done my trades. I'm not, not, not budging on them. There's no way. No budge? So uh, so it's, this week for me, it is... That's a bit uh, weird, Chris. Normally I have plenty of room in the pants to budge. <laughs> Yes, normally. Um, so Higgins Higgins down to um, Tim Smith. Yes. And Tim Kelly to uh, Justin Westhoff. Right. Uh, with a view of obviously moving uh, Westhoff forward uh, when Guelphie Max is out. So my next trade out in the forward line will be Guelphie out, move Westhoff in, and then I've got a spot for a mid and either... Um, and I'll probably... I'm keeping Dodie. Dodie's my D6. So I'll keep him right up until his buy. Um, and then I'll put him onto Hurley that week, which is uh, a v- awesome side swap because that's the week that he comes back from his buy. Yep, that's so, fair. Uh, so uh, the only one I've got to worry about is that that mid spot. Oh, see, I don't know about Rice because I, I could get away with not putting him in my side. Mm. My defense is set. Mm-hmm. I've got six premium defenders, which when Sicily moves forward in the buys, I'll put Hurley in. Yep. Right? Simple. I don't really need Rice. So if I put Walters in, which is what Swiss is saying, is it as simple as getting Smith and Walters? It could be that simple. It could be. I, I wish people wouldn't do that. Yeah, I think there, there goes my there goes POD. Your point, there yeah. goes your point of difference. Literally this week, that blows my POD. Like, there will be probably 20% of people will grab onto Walters this week, you reckon? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> uh, it's Yeah, I'm I'm not going to be happy about it. So right now it's at, what, 10%? 8%. He's already 8%. gone up 4%, I think. He's gone up 4% this week. Yep. Already. Cool. Already. So that'll probably double. There's going to be at least 16 to 20% at the end of this week. Possibly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so I think it could be that simple, to be honest. I'm actually thinking about it. Here's what so- I'll say about it, and we will get into it in the round review a little bit more, but I'm, I was concerned about Walters. The amount of times that he went down in the game and it got up groggy, his body, I don't know if it can hold together. He looks hot at times. Are you just trying to like put off people here, Chris? No, I'm not. I'm not. I, well, I'm not. I, I love a guy that goes down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Yes. If, he, if, he, if he hops up or, looking or groggy. Or maybe a guy girl. Who knows? Mate, if he hops up looking groggy, <laughs> we're not better. We don't, we're, we're about gender equality was that, here. Was that a Thailand joke? <laughs> it was a Thailand joke. Yeah, right. Thank you for getting it. Yes. Okay. Mate, I got it. Uh, gotta talk. Gotta, gotta talk fresh. Um, no, so in all... <laughs> You're going to have to hashtag that. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, gotta talk, talk fresh. fresh. <laughs> yeah, right. In all seriousness, he did look shot at times. He expends himself to the point of absolute exhaustion, throws himself in another contest, and he's got such a light frame that he bounces off people and sometimes he just falls awkwardly. Like, um, watching him was unreal because he does some special things. But then you're like, ooh. Like, you know, like Cyril Rioli, he does awesome yeah. things and then gets injured. I'm worried that uh, Walters will do that. And, I mean... Well, don't if- be worried about that. Benel's taking all the injuries for him. Oh, well, great. Yeah, no, and but, he's back no, in my draft back. side. Of course he's back <laughs> in your draft side. Of course I said, he is. I showed Chris my draft team. I was like, hey, Chris, check this out. And he's like, what am I looking for? And so, I was like, I did it again. So Walters look- out and then... Oh, sorry. Um, not Walters. Benel out and then Benel back into my draft side, guys. So I, I do think it is as easy as that. But what I'm saying is that um, be aware you may have to trade him out at some stage in the year. Yeah, because that's he fair. may get injured. I, I just don't know. So uh, that's fair. He's, he's a little up and down. He's kind of like he reminds me of a um, slightly better Chad Wingard. Yep. 
Uh, how he'll get your yeah, 80s and 70s and then he'll go big and get 120s. Well, that's it. I mean, his low games are like an 82 or a 90 yep. and then he goes a 131, 40. Like, Correct. So you have much. to be yeah. willing to take those swings and at least, at least he's scored more tons this year than Billings. As an F6, can you really go wrong? Like, no, he's better than Billings. Yeah, 100%. So, well, I mean, worst case scenario is he does get injured at some stage and then you've got he'll make you enough cash to go to anyone. So I wouldn't worry too much about that, um, but you've just got to be aware if you're low on trades and this is a guy that you're banking on to not get injured for the rest of the year, I would be choosing someone else. That's fair. That's what I would say. That is fair. Uh, okay, so Abel wants to know the best forward mids under 500k. Let's bring him up. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I'm going to have to say Bokey. I would have to be up there as far as... Um, well, for this week anyway, because he doesn't have a buy. He's averaging 97. He's coming off his best week. Which is 125. Well, he's definitely not a bad option as a forward. He's mate. only had three tons though, 109, 100. No, sorry, four. 109, 110, 100, and um, and these 125. So his ceiling's not huge, but he is consistent. Ah, uh, the top one would be Isaac Heaney at 503k. I know he's not oh. under 500k, but find the fucking three thousand. I think 3, that most people would have him. Well, yeah. Well, well, did he ask for a top three? I don't know. He just had the best options, Chris. Oh, so okay. um, let me go. If I well, can. Walters is has to be your best option right now, I'd say. Um, you then look at uh, Buddy Franklin also at four fifty seven, I think, um, and uh, you've got Boke there at uh, four eighty, I believe. So uh, those three are ridiculous value right now. Um, where's Devin Smith as well? I think he's probably in that category. You've also got Devin's um, pretty good, yeah. Jesse Hoke. There is a lot of forward value. One thing we can say is there is a ton of forward value. They're all going to hopefully average around about the same. I mean, look at someone like Jesse Hogan, for example. I think Devin's only a forward, though. That's where it hurts. Um, Toby McLean, five, oh, he's no, over 500. Exactly right. Look, I'd just say find the extra 2.5K for um, for Heaney if you don't have it. Otherwise, uh, I think Boke is probably one of the better ones. Dalhouse is 411k, not that I recommend that at all. Someone who's unique and uh, coming off a ridiculous week and also still under oh. 500k is Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robbo, I was about to say, Mitch Robbo, the Rob star, he's actually killing it, except for the fact that he gets suspended a lot for just going too hard. Did you see how much he just absolutely nailed Hanabry? Oh, dude. It was the big. best. So thing good. I was ever. like, ooh, you saw Robbo get up afterwards and be like, what? <laughs> what? He just like gorilla chested at him, like. And he I'm came up like bro. holding his chest like winded just straight in the ribs yeah. loved it and it was funny because I watched the MRP and they're like oh nothing to report here like yeah, fair, was, fair hit he hit him right football. right down the center and it was the best thing ever yeah. so 172 he's actually done really well since uh, round one he did bad he got like an 83 and then got suspended since then he's actually knocked out some real good scores a 103 a 94 um, a oh Jesus stupid computer uh, 102 a 130 Another score sitting around the 100 mark, and then obviously this big score this week, 172. So he's averaging 103.7, which puts him in the top echelons, and he's only 4% of sides. Yep. Um, I'd say that if you want a real risk-reward, then that's the one. Um, also, uh, um, he has... What, what buy do they have? Do they have the last buy, don't Middle. They? Uh, Brisbane have the middle buy, so okay. around 13. The other one I'd recommend is Mundy as well. Not a bad option. 460K. Mundy. I know I've ragged There's on a him a lot. lot of juicy options. I know I've ragged on Mundy yeah. a lot, but Mundy isn't that bad of an option. What's his, what's his ownership, um, though? His ownership is 4%. Again, so, so you're looking again, at a unique option. Point of difference, he's averaging yeah. 95. 
If if you're looking at a unique, unique option and the buyers aren't consideration, I do love. I, I said at the start of the year, Monday could be really he good. Could. He's averaging ninety five. I know I, I rag on him a lot, but he's not I, too I bad. don't mind um, the Robbo pick because it's very left field. He's only in four percent again. Someone who's really unique again, averaging about that ninety five range is Jed Anderson. Had a ninety one again this week. Keeps on keeping on. If they keep winning and he keeps playing midfield then he's got to be a consideration as well. So there's just so many around that F5, F6 that you can go with. So, so don't many. think that you're locked into Walters, but his price is so good. Well, like Tim Smith's saying here as well, like uh, best forwards under 550K other than Heaney, Walters, Devin Smith, McLean and Sicily. So that's five. So yep. really you mustn't need many more. So go for a so left fielder. Even, even a Lance. Now. A Lance at that cheap is still a really good option. You've got Mundy, uh, Robbo. There's so I'm many just good worried about Even Frank- Gunston. I'm worried cheap. about Franklin's management of his of his. I'm heel, with you. So. I'm with you. I think yeah. Mundy and you're looking at Robbo could easily match Franklin depending yeah, on the week. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think you're also looking. Um, and not to mention Brisbane are playing decent football. They are. But and he's playing in the guts every game. So yeah. and hitting people. <laughs> and he Great. hits people. Yeah. Just My be careful about the time he, gets to, he might he might get suspended. He yeah. kind of goes a bit hard sometimes, which is good yeah. and, and great to watch. To be honest, that one seventy three was a bit of a. Oh, we'll go into that. Flash in the pan. No. Nah, yeah. Well, it wasn't even that. It's just like. Every single one of his kicks wasn't to advantage. It was just to a contest. Therefore, it was considered effective. Yeah, that's fair. So, you know, uh, great. He scored the points. You can't um, take it off him now. Mark Stones wants to know how to use Photoshop. <laughs> no, he does not. No, he does not. Uh, Walters versus Rocky. So it's, um, Something uh, we touched on. So, um, look, yeah, it's I'd say. an external dilemma. Um, yes. So, Kelly to Rocky to cover the buys, which does make sense. I don't mind the Kelly to Rocky one if you, again, need that sort of option if you don't have the cash. The problem is is that Kelly's going to drop cash yeah. now, so you need to get rid of him. So it's like, well, do you bring in a Rocky to give you points on field or do you downgrade and then lose points this week but then get a better midfielder later? And that's the big dilemma. I think it comes back to your trades, how many you've got, where you're ranked. If you're ranked low with um, uh, absorbent amount of trades, I would go Rocky 100%. Because you've got the risk. It's a risk-reward. Now, something that no one else has touched on is that um, you they're only going to go up by 30K. So the absolute worst-case scenario is that next week you could pick up Rocky for 410. Yeah. Oh, and you did enlighten me on so this one. So if you pick up Walters this week and then pick up Rocky next week. Yeah, so, so you could go Walters with a uh, Timmy Smith... And Tim Smith will go up 70k anyway, and then you could probably pick up Rocky, as you said, for 410. Yeah, you, it, like if you still go down with your second trade, obviously to a Tim Smith, Tim Smith is likely to make 70 to 80k. Yeah. So no, it means that you'll, that you'll still make 40k um, regardless of whether or not you, you bring Rocky in this week or whatever. Yeah. So just get him next yeah, week. Yeah, and I might, yeah. Even, I might even do that, uh, bring in Rocky next week with a Robbie Gray just for the buy purposes to make some points yeah. up and then wait for Holman to peak and then he can be my better midfielder and then push yeah. Rocky to the side. But if you're, if you're looking at one, I would go Walters. That's my personal opinion. I, I think he's someone that um, he's got the more potential to hurt you this year uh, than other years. And so for me, it's definitely Walters. Yes, um, and um, he also said uh, Stonesy believes Phantom Crew actually promoted Rocky. Um, so basically, <laughs> it seems like the Phantom Curse. So everyone that they promote seems to get injured or something. So do yeah, not- they're, they're not going <laughs> well out there for those boys. <laughs> we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, going, we're all right. going all right. I think as actually far as the podcasting community goes, we're probably the highest duo 
Um, highest ranked duo. That sounds yeah. good. To get like to average between the two of us. Well, yeah. and yeah, anyway, as we've spoken, I, this is kind of new, new for me. New is always better. Well, this is new for me going for overall. <laughs> That's why I keep kind of going, geez, like, oh, I need points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of trying to like nah, it's good. not worry about I it. Like so, it. Uh, okay, so Stonesy also said not having Grundy hurts. So, and Nick Nat's time on ground hurts more than having to listen to the Phantom uh, <laughs> because of our midweek podcast. Look, <laughs> sorry guys, this is like end of semester uni is like ridiculous. It's it is ridiculous. I'm burning the candle. You're right, he needs to grow up and not go. Mate, down. I'm burning the candle from both <laughs> ends and in the middle, and it doesn't help the fact that I check my emails at 10:30 at night, realizing I was meant to have a piece of assessment due that day. Nice work. Yeah. Well, there's just so much going on. Anyway, so look, next week I'll be back to normal anyway because I will be done for seven weeks, no Ooh, study. Oh, seven off. And the start of uni doesn't count anyway. So end of the semester will be done as of this Saturday, so I will have plenty of time to watch footy. That's what I'll be doing Saturday night, Sunday. I told the missus I'm like I'm getting beers. I'm putting my feet up, make me some cocktails, put margaritas in my face, <laughs> and I'm going to watch some football. So I wish I could get away with that this week. Oh, we might be able to go to that concert on Sunday night, and we'll talk about that later. However, you're right. Um, uh, it's my my partner's uh, birthday this weekend, so I'll be uh, hamstrung to the the. Uh, oh wow! I think she'll I have that hamstrung. Between her legs. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Chris, let's get on to these Q and A's. So let's go with. Um, um, so I think so. Stones' question that was actually a really good one. Is it worth yes. um, uh, trading Nick Nat to Grundy after his buy? And we, we both looked at it. We have. We spoke about this just before we hit record. And um, it's an interesting one. I think Grundy's going absolutely off tap. His, his, his performance is 9 out of 10 games with tons. And when he, an average ton for him is a 110. And a big ton for him is a 150. Yeah, it's stupid. So uh, I mean, I do see Nick Nat improving at the end of the year when he gets a bit more run through his body. And yeah. they're winning games, so that's going to help him. Uh, it just depends on how many trades I have. If I have some luck, like, to be fair, I've had fairly good luck with injury, except for Kelly and um, Paddy Ryder. I don't think I've actually been too bad at this yeah, point. Yeah, we've so, been all right. I mean, there was a guy that messaged us this week. Um, if, if shout out if you listen, Wally. I'm, I'm sorry to throw you under the bus here, but he went. He got everyone. So he's had all of the all of the injuries. <laughs> plus, he still has because he's got no trades. This after this week, he'll have uh, ten trades, and he's still got Billings, Hibbard, oh, Zach Merritt because they're playing. <laughs> yeah, because it, like uh, he's like, he just yeah, can't get rid of him. Can't, yeah, can't and hasn't been able to upgrade anyone. So he's still only oh. he's only got um he still has five rookies on field. Oh poor guy! I know he's just yeah he's just in a world of hurt and he can't fix it because he's got not enough trades to actually fix everything. So he's just well for uh, you, mate. And he's Rocky. got Jacobs as well. Oh, like he's just hit every. Board. Oh no! Yeah, it's unlucky. Oh no! <laughs> I was trying, I'm trying to help the poor guy out. Oh mate, tell you what, we'll, we'll put in some work next year. I'll tell you what. Yeah, but look, you got to shout it on the pod. So that's a Chris Pie five, that's or maybe good. just a regular. Half uh, Shane also wants to know. Uh, everyone looks like they're going one up, one down, or double down this week. Uh, is it crazy looking for a double upgrade? So it's no, it's not he, crazy. It just uh, it just depends. Like if you've got he, the cash, yeah. And it looks like as if he can't decide between the three Port Boys and Buddy. Uh, so that must mean uh, the forwards. So if you're going double up and they're all forwards, and uh, the three Port Boys would be Boak, uh, Gray, and Westhoff. Hey, um, he also beat you in the league, Chris. He was the one that beat you. Oh, so I the, beat you, Chris you in the our league matchup. Yeah, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, right. you know what? I just gave you the finger through the phone. It's not, it the phone. it's not a phone. No, I know. Shut up. Um, no, good work, Shane. Um, 
Honestly, um, my opinion is I've already got Gray, and I still think that he's going to be a great one, but you could probably hold off on him. I think you could hold off, yeah. Because he's going to drop a little bit more cash. And Franklin's only a 104 break, even or 105, so he won't even go up that much. If, so he's, for me, if he's training, I think... Yeah, um, I think the other two are, the, the other two have the lower break-evens. Um, it's the Boke and the Westhoff train. Yep. I'm getting on the Westhoff train. Come on it with me, man. I and think, then you I can't think one, up, one Up, One Down is always a really good motto. Um, the reason I'm thinking about One Up, One Down this week is because next week I'm not going to go up to anybody. It's the buy. It's the buy round. Yeah. My teams are pretty much covered. I'm going to. No one's going to be upgrading next week. Yeah, this week people will. So you might get left behind this weekend with points. Yes. So it's one thing to consider if you if you go double, double down, down, you might get left. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if you're going double up, you might get an you might get an advantage if you got the cash. Yes. So it's worth it if you choose the right ones. That's the only problem. Okay. But I do like rice. I like rice. You like rice? Isn't nice. Do you like fried rice or do you like steamed rice or like what sort of rice do you like? Oh, uh, any Asian. It <laughs> <laughs> was my first Asian. It was my first Asian. You luck it up. <laughs> you luck it up. Oh, that's so great. Uh, okay, so let's go to Twitter. So Liam Clark says, Billing scored a 70. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise uh, the Lord. Surely everyone must jump on now. Well, look, I think that's a very valid uh, <laughs> I'll opinion. Be, uh, there's no, there's no, <laughs> he's obviously done that with laughing emoji faces. Oh, he has. Yeah, no way that uh, you can bring in. I was, I was pretending like it was serious. It, even if he goes, he would have to go 100, 100, 100, 100, 100 in the buys and then pick him up post buy. That's the only way I'd pick him up. That's only f- way. That's fair. So yeah, he'd have to have a role change. Like you'd have to massively see him play, start in center <laughs> bounces, and come. Well, we even said we'll preseason, his center bounce attendance was not at all linked towards his um, his scoring potential. Nope. So he's just being a spud. Anyway, um, does Cripps hold his average for the rest of the year? I think he does. Uh, except unless he gets real banged up. I don't think he plays this week. Well, I'm, t- I'm, I'm oh, calling yeah. it now. Cripps isn't out this week. He had a corked quad. He looked what? absolutely spent this week. I, I don't know how they get him out there every week. He's the sort of guy that they must they must just put like deep right, heat Chris. into the entire body and be like, you're right, buddy. Get out there. Chris, I sent Cutlin an email this week. <laughs> I said, what is going on with my man Cripps? Right. What'd they say? And I said, is he following... They ran out of cotton wool? No. Here's, here's the thing. Oh, jeez, I need a lot of cotton wool. Um... <laughs> I said, is he following Heater's train of path and trying to become noble? And, um, yeah, they said his name's going to be... Um, Lord Cripps. Lord Cockquad. <laughs> Lord Cockquad. Cockquad. <laughs> that was a good one. Like Lord Farquad. Oh, yeah, that was good. I like that. Great yeah. Shrek reference. Lord Farquad. Yeah. yeah. That was real so, fun. yeah, his name would be Lord Cockquad. Lord Cockquad. Cockquad. Oh, what a tongue twister. Yeah, that was good. Lord Cockquad. Um, look, I, I, I honestly, I'm hoping he doesn't. Um... Cripps is killing me right now and continues to kill me. I'm glad that he only got a 96 last week because I don't have him. My issue is if he, I think that he actually will break down at some time, at some point during the year and miss two to three weeks. Now, the reason why I think it'll be this week is because they have the buy next week. So they can afford to rest him this week. He gets two weeks off, freshens up and then comes back for the back end. Yep. That's the best thing to happen for Cripps and it's the best thing to happen for Cripps owners. But will they do it? I don't know. Um, he literally plays on fumes some weeks and he still pumps out a 150 because he just wills himself to the contest. But uh yeah, it's it's dangerous if you I, I don't I did not like the look of it last week. I just gotta say I just didn't That's like the look fair. of it. Um if he's if he does miss this week, I'll probably pick him up as as my mid MA. That's fair enough. Because I think he'll have enough legs. Uh, so Sigur also wants to know, so he had the cr- uh, question regarding Cripps. Has Simpson's role uh, been tweaked again after his 140 score? Or was it a one-off? I don't think that's the case. I think he's actually leading the competition for kicks. 
Um, so he's, his, he's getting his the ball. His role was tweaked slightly. Yeah, I'll just explain that. He had a, a two center clearances. Oh wow! So he started. He started at center bounces a couple of times and actually oh. got the ball clear. Yeah. Um, and had a stoppage clearance as well. So he's a little bit around the ball, but he played 90, 96% time on ground and played 90% of that behind the ball in his traditional role. The thing that really, really got me going with Cripps this week is he had a lot of... Con- Cripps, uh, we're talking about Simpson. Uh, Simpson, sorry. Is um, he, had, he had two contested marks, so he th- that increases his points, and seven contested possessions, which were also rebound 50. So they shoot you... If you have a, he's usually yeah. the uncontested beast, um, which he still was this week, but... Um, he never. You never really see him go in for a hardball. He was getting hardball. I was really impressed with his game. So he has a slight tweak, but he played ninety six percent time on ground, and you know, I think and that's he did uh, a little bit better than his homosexual friend. <laughs> What's his homosexual friend's name? Plowman. <laughs> but like a one twenty, uh, mate. Yeah. He, did, he did well. No, nah, well, the whole backline does well, apart from. Don't, don't, don't. Well, I bet he does do well on the back line to Mr. Plowman. <laughs> yeah. And um, hey, is anyone else worried about Walter's durability, which is yeah, what you said? Just, I did um, say that, yes. Yeah, so. And uh, we did mention Boke as an alternative to Walter's or Westhoff as his F6. Um, I actually think you should probably even throw in Mundy in that in that frame as well. So, yeah, that's yeah, just Yeah, the difference is that um, you, the reason why you bring, I'm bringing Westhoff is I don't have to worry about his buy. He now covers me for that period. So, And he's also forward mid, same as Boke. So you can swing them both forward into the and midfield depending on where you need them based on that bye week. Yep. So it adds a bit of flexibility. Um. So little Mecca says I need a, a ruck forward rookie for the uh, round thirteen bye. I have gone oh. and Grundy and will need cover. Well, do you, do need, you need cover? cover? You yeah. probably don't. Jinx, you probably don't. Check your check your rounds, mate. Um, you only need best eighteen if you if you, both yeah. your rucks aren't there. Then you just need to make sure that make your sure other your other positions are, are matched out. So I yeah. think that's fine. I think you don't worry about trying to bring in a round thirteen forward rookie if you've started with those two. A kudos. Something to, that we actually said by the well, way at the start of the year. Well, yeah, and that was yeah. part of the. The, the negative why, yeah, yeah the yeah. negative factor why you didn't really consider them but um, if that's what you've done then no point trying to bring in someone now I think just you might as well bring in someone in another position because they're going to score better than a forward ruck rookie anyway yeah um, only best 18 check it out don't um, don't go crazy don't sell the farm uh, in order to um, recover your spilt Grundy milk <laughs> fair enough anyway that's it for that let's move on to the round of reviews Chris Yep. I think I think it's time. Let's get into it because I have uni stuff to do. Let's face it, Chris. I'm a busy man. Friday <laughs> night footy. This time it's correct when I say Collingwood and Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's finally, finally after after last yeah. week's pod. You finally caught up. Mate, even a broken clock's right twice a day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so um, look, Collingwood. What did you make of it, man? I actually watched this game. I thought, you know, I'm going to take a break. Uh, I was frustrating in the th- second quarter. Uh, sorry, first quarter because it looked like um, first of all. Have to say the umpires on the game again. Like I, I, I try not to. I try to keep as neutral as I possibly well, can. Come on, mate. People want facts. They don't want this opinion piece. It was absolutely they pieces. They listen to Robbo and they listen to all well, the other journalists. The, the commentators were saying that, like terrible umpiring, terrible, terrible, terrible umpiring. Like there was just calls that either were completely obvious and not paid, or really, really, really light. Um, barely a free kick, but paid. I just don't don't understand where you pick out the, the really light ones that they can see and then the ones that are completely obvious to everyone they call play on. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And it was both sides. It wasn't just Collingwood. It wasn't just Bulldogs. It was happening on both sides. 
I just, I don't know why they can't or somehow with three, surely there's a way that three umpires on a field can see most angles of what's happening on a football field. Well, you realize the football field is like 180 meters long, right? Yeah, but you could position yourselves one that side, one that side. The ball's coming this way. The, they rotate around. Like, I, I don't... Oh, yeah, they'll just run 50 meters in two seconds to get in well, the right position. Mate, don't they train? Don't they, uh, <laughs> mate, they better they better run. <laughs> like, what do they do? They're not like under under 14s, mate. You've got your, your grandpa over there running, blowing a whistle from 80 meters away. Chris, they can't train. They're too busy looking at all the rule changes and trying oh, to okay. interpret it. It makes sense. Give them a break. Some anyway. of them don't even know the rule changes. What are you talking so about? So what do you make of it? Uh, yeah, well, look, at the end of the day, Grundy absolutely towered up. So yeah, one, well, dog, dogs have a lacking in ruck. Yeah, and I thought that, you know, I actually tipped him not to go that big because typically in the past, even though the dogs don't really have a ruck department, they have been very, very good at restricting opposition ruck scoring. Yeah, shocking the Because the they, they don't play towards their rucks. They play towards the opposition uh, taps. Um, and that obviously gives them negative points when they do that, ipso facto. Um, but it worked the complete opposite way, uh, which is unusual. <laughs> ipso facto, I'm a moron. Yeah, yeah. So, um, look, prove me wrong. Um, hugely impressed with Tom Phillips. Oh, um, ridiculous. I, I, This is a guy I didn't see coming. Oh, I did Literally, last year. I like, picked him as a breakout last year. I had him in draft and I was like, this guy's going to pick Mate, it was like a Bucks night with a blindfold. I did not see him coming. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I swear He's to God. He's stuck, stuck out the of nowhere. cap, like so. And I was <laughs> there. Emilio! Emilio! <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, Tom Tommy Phillips. Um, oh, by the way, dropped an f bomb on live TV in his post match press conference. I was, on, I, was the a, field. I was asleep by then. Oh, so much, so funny. I love the kid. I reckon he's awesome. Anyway, um, I honestly p- believe that he could be a pick for your midfield next year. I, I'm really rating him. He, yeah. His run, like that passage of play where he went from defence all the way pushed up, and then he's got the biggest tank oh, at the club. So huge. he's got a huge running capacity. I can't remember what the, how many Ks did they say he ran that game. It was like oh, sixteen yeah, point something. something. Yeah, oh, he ran the it, most of the game. It was yeah. ridiculous. He he knows how to rack the pill up. He knows where to get the pill. He just needs to tidy up his disposal. But he kicks goals. He reminds me of Dane Swan. Doesn't Jesus. have that gait, but the the style of play is just, he just absorbs the pill. He just picks up wherever he goes. I heard he's been giving a few tips out too, Chris. Oh yeah, uh, to a few Gold Coast players, uh, Heron. <laughs> Okay, give a few tips. Yep, thank you. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he gets so much of the pill, mate. You know, I know. Heron wants to know. I got got it. It's the second time (laughs) you made that joke. It's still funny. I'm just saying, yeah. Um, I'm recycling. Sharonberg continues to impress. And you know what I love about Sharonberg the most? Fuck up, Chris. (laughs) I kept Salem. I dropped Sharonberg. Sharonberg's gone good two weeks in a row. Oh, Chris look. beat me by basically the difference of Scharenberg, and then Scharenberg gets in all 100. And Salem, what did he get? Like this is 60. a draft-related thing, but um, Ben dropped Scharenberg a few weeks back. When and I gave you Luke Ryan from Fremantle, the worst decision ever. Well, anyway, you know, whatever. That's why you play draft with friends, because it's great. Yeah, it's great. There's no yeah. friends to draft. Um, look, I'm hugely impressed with Matty Scharenberg. I think that I actually uh, commented on... Um, Mark Robinson, uh, yeah, he does his likes and dislikes for the tackle, and he did make the um, the likes. So, um, Matty Scharenberg. Dis- does he dislike his tackle? What, what his tackle? Oh, <laughs> good one. Huh? Anyway, so but un- unbelievable that he's playing that well now, and I really rate his game. I think that he could take um, Collingwood further because one thing that they've been lacking is that person that makes the right decisions. Sometimes he doesn't do the um, the real classy things, but he does the workmanlike things and he does everything really, really well. 
He has um he kicked it hundred percent on the weekend, nice. which is just unlike a Collingwood defender. So really, happy there. <laughs> yeah, well done, little um, soft payout. I like yeah, it. yeah. Uh, McLean, I thought was very impressive. Uh, yeah. Again, he's just he has he's showing that he's a must have. And I was a little bit yeah. skeptical at the start of the year. I liked him, but he only showed that glimpse at the back end of the year. You know that real glimpse that he had some promise. Well, some people were taking that going. Okay, well he's shown this promise at the back end of the year and went with him. Whereas I was a bit like kind of like Witherden. You know, they show you a little bit of promise and you're kind of like, mm, like I like him, but I don't like him, like him. Well, I liked McLean from the start of the year. However, I always said from literally our preseason podcast was, I like him, but I'm going to wait till round 12. So round 12, he's going to be in my team. Yep. But it sucks because I've missed a lot of his good scores and a lot of people have already traded him in. So um, what was going to be a guy that I was going to get in as a, a nice little POD if he's going well. Yeah, now you're just trying now to just, save, I'm, Now I'm points. literally just trying to save myself from getting burnt. So That's fair. And McRae got a 102, so hopefully he does another mediocre score this week so I can bring him in with the bye. I hope not. Um, I really hope he comes back. He still has a – I'd like to see what his break even is because – he had a low break even uh, the week before, so one fifty-seven. Yeah, boy. So he'll probably ha- if when he plays this week, uh, he, he's unlikely to hit that, but he could because he's proven he can now. Um, if he does hit that, that's great for me. If he doesn't, it's good for everybody else, and they pick him up after the buy. So um, not bad if you're looking at him. And I think that for most people, they they would be looking at someone like a McRae to bring in um, as their last midfield upgrade spot. So I, I assume that that's your plan at the moment. Yeah, yeah, last or second last, depending on how much Keisha have and how much he drops. But I'm also looking at Trelaw. I think Trelaw's a really good option. I thought he had a very yeah, good game. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at oh, he's, my he's, last mid spot's gonna be Crips or Trelaw, and I don't know who I'm gonna pick see, I'm because he at, played absolutely amazing. I'm looking at two spots possibly split between McRae, Trelaw, Kelly and Crouch. Yeah. Depending on how they go in the next four weeks. Um, so yeah, we'll see where we go. Trelaw's um transition to uh handball more than he kicks. Uh, must be a coaching move, but it is working and proving results because he traditionally was a kick-first player and he would turn the ball over and it would hurt the team way too much. He's now a handball-first player. Fair enough. I really like that about him. Um, I'd also like to say that uh, Chris Main has... Oh, he's imp- actually been impressive. Not, not necessarily super coach relevant, but his gameplay is absolutely really impressive. He I know, we, I know we've link ripped up on him. Play. I know we've ripped on him a lot. Oh, I think he, everyone's he's actually been him. good the last few weeks. I will admit that. Yeah. Um, he's just provided that link-up play that is that you know we would have probably had a Fasolo to do who would turn the ball over again. He doesn't, again, play safe. He doesn't take any really risky kicks. He'll play a short kick here, short kick there, link the play, bias time, get the ball forward so we can pressure yeah, up Yeah, he's ground. pretty much a puzzle piece. He, yeah, he tries to exactly keep it in, right. Great keep role it, player. Keep it flowing in motion expensive without turning player. it over. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd rather, have him, I'd rather have him playing first team than an expensive yeah. VFL role player. So, well, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, one thing I did notice in this game was uh, how and uh, Greenwood were both really trying to um, take out the influence of Johannesson. Yeah, they and Johannesson were. had yeah. a horrible game. Like, he scored like a 42. So, Howe was actually out, not in that position where he was floating in and taking a mark, even though he did take some good marks. Yeah. Uh, sometimes he was more worried about where Johannesson was running towards the pack yep. than he was actually getting into the pack. And then I Greenwood was, was doing the same, trying to just negate well, him, I, and I, it worked. It was odd. What, I mean, I, I was angry because at that first, end of the first quarter, even the commentators saying as well, you've got your, you've got your team's best tagger playing in a halfback role. Yeah, it's kind of tagging, kind of not. Um, when you've got people in the in the middle of the field that are just going ham, like because at that time McRae uh, was going crazy, he's going gangbusters. He had like nine or ten positions in the first quarter. He was going mental, and then they the whole midfield group really tightened up on it. But to just to they they've sacrificed Levi's 
um, tagging ability and just moved him to a half-back flank. I don't know why. Where does that sit him? Because you've got Maynard coming back this week. You've got Murray out of the team, and you'll, you'll want his run back in the team at some stage. So you've got two guys that are probably going to come back. Does that mean that Greenwood's not best 2022 in that role? Possibly. He's also, very, he's he's also a very, well. very expensive player, Chris, yeah. I believe. Um, yes. If you had Ed Richards at this point in time, kudos to you. Cause, um, oh, good on you for what, holding him this long. A, yeah, Jesus. I know. Jesus, but good on you if you did have him. Uh, let's move on, Chris, because that was probably about a good 10-minute explanation. That's what I do. Yeah. It is what you do. <laughs> um, Richmond versus Saints. This is actually a good little shakedown by Saints at one point. Nah, they, um, do this, they do this every second week. They show up, and but yeah, they, they, they well, fade they, after they, three quarters. Well, Richmond kind of was like, oh, we'll just cr- cruise along on the highway in third gear. Yep. Not doing much at all. And then uh, next minute, Saints actually came back and kicked a good run of goals. And um, and then I think they missed it and then turned around and then Richmond got one and then next minute, done. Yep. That was it. So, um, look, for the uh, good old uh, reviewing the goal system, that was uh, quite hilarious. Oh, that and, really uh, hurt because I had um, Higgins on field last week. Yes, yeah, so did I. So that would have been, what, next seven, week. eight points at yes. least, you know? So, I, I did feel your pain there. Yeah, that but, was annoying. Um, and F and Caddy, I don't even want to mention him. <laughs> I really don't. Like, seriously, this guy's averaging over 100 now, and it's only been the last five weeks, really, that he's actually sort of come into his own. He's playing, and Rewalt went out, obviously got KO'd by Carlisle. And um, I didn't even think that was that bad. Like, he kind of clipped him a little bit with his, what, his bicep or whatever it was, forearm. And then, yeah, sure, he got knocked out. But I didn't think it was two weeks worthy, to be honest. Nah, one week at best. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm of the... I always like to protect he gave, the players. He gave him a clip around the years. That's Rewald. He dives and stages more than anyone. Yeah, I didn't think it was much in it. Anyway. I mean, it was in the marking contest. Yes, he missed him, but still in the marking <laughs> contest. Like, it was late. But it was a marking contest. He's like, I just saw I was just trying to make him earn it. It's well, <laughs> it's, it's like the um um the Tom Hawkins knee in the back situation. He was yeah. late, definitely hurt him. But the the difference is that that one caused him to get knocked out, which gave him the two weeks. Correct. That's it's only because he got knocked out. But yeah. look, Cochin actually had another good game again. He has been very serviceable, I think, this year. Cochin. Yep. Uh, Dusty got his second hundred in a row, so I think uh, he he could explode at any time. Well, it just depends could. on where they play him. Yeah, it the the could, could, so, could, could. The thing about Dusty is that for Dusty to score well, this is what we said in preseason, Dusty gets 40 and turns over it seven, eight times. If he gets 30 and turns it over six six times, that really impacts his score. So unless he's kicking goals with that, it, yeah, he's not going to turn up. It's kind of like the Macca's drive-through. You really need to have fries with that. Yeah, you do. You yeah, do you because do. He, like, how many times have you seen D- Dusty running with the ball and then he gets takes it off, uh, he kicks the ball and it comes off the inside of his foot along the ground. Yep. Uh, Counted in a game. It happens three, four times a game with Dusty. Like that's just the way he kicks. Um, and sometimes it can adversely. Nine times out of ten, though, it still goes to the right location. Yeah, because he's a smart footballer. But, very smart. Uh, I yeah. think. I think the funny part was we already touched on Higgins. Only got like a fifty-one. Um, I think we we're looking at it as well. We did mention Ken Lambert does yeah. horrible when Prestia's out of the side, and has unlucky. Been, that's continued the last few weeks. Yep. He's been horrible, uh, not averaging the same. The news is he won't be back until the after the buy. Jordan Short, someone I've been very uh, impressed with. Mm-hmm. I did pick him up for I think probably his lowest game in his last seven. In draft and then out you go but um, he's been impressive I thought his run and carry was really good his disposal's good especially, with, him. especially when you consider Hooli is now injured and out until after the bye um, yep. I think his position's really uh, shortened yep. and um, <laughs> well funnily enough he was actually I actually good put him, I actually drafted him in my draft team this week and then I realised Benel has uh, they reckon about a week or two away from playing possibly so uh, short went out instead of Salem unfortunately so I don't know why I'm sticking with so Salem so you dropped you dropped Scharenberg for Salem, and then you kept Salem because you had yeah, dropped so short. Yeah, so get on short because he's going to go absolutely ham, I think. <laughs> is that the expression we're using now, Chris? Yeah, ham. ham. What does that stand for? I don't know. Hammer? 
Hammer and tongs. Hammer and tongs. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Hammer it's, and tongs. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, now, um, obviously, the, the oh. best trade-in of the year had to be Jimmy Webster. Webster. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Come on. Um, so, I traded in uh, Jimmy oh. Webster this week. and I have a knack for trading in guys <laughs> that are going to be really good and then getting rid of them. Um, look, Webster. I, I told you, I, and, I, and uh, if you follow us on Twitter or Facebook, it, it was all over it, um, but... Every single time that Jimmy Web- that, that the uh, Saints were exiting their, their defensive 50, it was through Jimmy Webster's foot, especially in the first quarter. He had 14 touches in the first quarter alone, and I think 12 of them were kicks or something stupid. Um, look, at the end of the day, Jimmy Webster is their go-to player by foot if he's around and, un- and available. They'll kick it to him. They'll switch it to him. Um, he'll go in for the handball receive. He's left-footed, so he's that he plays that on that left side. He plays as the deepest defender um, usually, and is the one that they switch to um, and exit out the fifty. So all points all the time, Jimmy Webster. He's also fairly good one-on-one defensively as well. So he does do some spoils, um, takes some intercept marks, etc. But a one twenty-eight. I think his ceiling is probably a one thirty-one forty, but. His lowest score of the year, um, I think, was a 90 or 91. Um, so I would, let's have a look at uh, Jimmy Webster's low score. I think he's he's got a really good average. So Yeah, Webster's been really serviceable. Um, 108 average, can't really lowest go wrong. Lowest score is 81, so not too lowest bad. Lowest score is 81. So, and outside, you can't really go wrong there. If your lowest score, no. if your Webster's gap pretty is good. between 81 and 120, I'm taking that every week. Yeah, and I went Howe over Webster, and I went Howe over yeah. Lloyd, and that kind of... And unfortunately, that, I mean, that's that's probably suits your buy structure as well. So it depends it does. on... It really did. Depends, like, if, you, if you've got Lloyd... Laird and Webster, you're already one down your defense guaranteed yep. for round 14. So that's fair enough. Um, so as we've already touched on, Phillips, uh, so so we haven't touched on that. Phillips got a 57, Rice got a 68, which I thought was very impressive with him, yep. which is why he's interests me. Logan Austin with a 106, that's we did interesting mention him. to watch. I actually yeah. was really uh, impressed with Gresham this week. Uh, he's very hot six and goals. And oh, yeah, I mean, he kicked as many goals as Caddy, but uh, just really didn't have. I mean, he was. Uh, yeah, coming yep. forward, committed or marking forward. So Caddy's marking him and kicking him, um, whereas uh, Gresham's picking up loose balls and kicking them. Therefore, uh, Caddy was scoring more more super coach points. That's how you can literally define that. So just so you know. Yep. So let's move on to Brisbane versus Sydney. Um, I actually thought it was a very good game. Like it was tough. It was wet in Brisbane. It was pissing down. And um, but the, at the end of the day, the difference was. Brisbane were turning it over. They weren't marking the ball. They kept dropping the ball, whereas Sydney were actually clunking a few. And they are just a little bit more smooth, uh, a little bit more efficient than Brisbane yeah, were. And I that think, was a difference, I, I think. I think at the end of the day, their transition play was a lot better. So when yep. they actually got the ball into space, they got it out to a target as opposed to kicking to a contest. And that's what I said about Robbo. So every time Robbo got the ball in space and kicked the ball, it was to a one-on-one contest that, contest that either Sydney halved or... Sydney marked. Yeah, it wasn't ever to the advantage of the of the Brisbane player or that short chip over the top. They were literally long fifty meter kicks to a one on one contest that they eventually would lose. Yep, and um, it was that was the that was the, t- the tail of the tape essentially. So Dane Beams, oh, we've already touched on Robbo. Uh, Dane Beams got a one forty, so that's a couple of good weeks in a row for him. Yep. He's doing okay, two percent ownership, but. Look, yeah, he's you just not, don't know what he's going to do. Well, you don't know out, what he's right? going to do. If he's yeah. not enjoying his footy, you know, he might have a down week and, you know, all, hell's break, all hell breaks loose. And I think yep. he's got a kid on the way. So, look, who knows how that'll go. Martin Steph, completely 
howled up Sinclair. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely and terrible. I was so happy with this because Sinclair has been deserving a beating for a while. <laughs> yeah. He's been doing so well, and everyone's like, oh, Him Sinclair, and his Sinclair, little Sinclair, Sinclair. Hair, yeah, like, right, yeah. Sinclair, Sinclair, Sinclair. Ooh. Oh, I'm so good. I came from West Coast. <laughs> uh, no, mate. Like, Steffi Martin just absolutely ragdolled you, and take that. That's yeah, all I can say. He, Steph Martin is kind of a big boy, similar uh, to Sinclair, except better. Yep. And that's pretty much what happens when you mess with the man Martin. The, the, the man Martin. Martin. The, 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 guy yeah. with the, the guy with the biggest chest in the land. Well, that is true. Uh, Christensen <laughs> did well for those that have, still have him uh, for some reason, if you do. But look, he got 100. He actually looks like he's gonna, he possibly could top out at 400 now. Yeah, he could, and so around his buy. If, which, you, if you held him, you yeah, know. Good on you. Harris Andrews is providing another good option for draft leagues, 91. Uh, the Zork, 99, first round as captain. Um, here's a funny thing. Chris, there's, uh, as we'll get into with Nat Fife, big contested beast, Jacobs, the only guy to in a long time to go, more than 20 disposals against, against Jacobs. If you're a contested beast like Kennedy, like Fife, it's okay. It doesn't matter if you're versing Jacobs. Yep. If you're a contested beast, you're tall. Yep. And you're strong. You can ragdoll them. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter, right? Whereas if you're a little midget that likes to get outside ball like Zorko, you're in trouble. And yep. they versed North this week at Etihad, and I think Zorko, I'm hoping Rich, as a safe, yeah, just take Rich. No, I know. Rich is out of form. There's it's no not, way. No, no, it's not going to happen. But. It's the, the platform is there and the design is there. Don't change it. No, tag yeah. Zorko, take him out of the game, and they'll, you take out their best. They'll go for Zorko because they want to yeah. win the game, and good on uh, that. So look, Zorko, I definitely will not be VCing him this How week. How good's McCluggage looking? He's looking he pretty good. He looks like rolled gold at the moment. He's, he's oh, using mate, the ball a lot better. Oh, mate, just because you brought him in draft. He's like, yeah. you got an 84. Move on. <laughs> Move on, I also mate. enjoyed his 130 last week. That was really good. Yeah, the one-off. Anyway, <laughs> so look, that's a, that's pretty much it uh, for the Brisbane side. Um, the one person we didn't have a look at just quietly in ourselves was Witherden, doing horrible. Got a 42. He is dropping cash yeah. um, quicker. Costing. Mate, he's dropping cash quicker than Kanye. I'll tell you what, looking for handouts. <laughs> uh, Heaney did very well for Sydney. Uh, absolutely uh, hammed up. Thank um, God that I finally got a decent Heaney. Uh, I, know, on the right? bat. I was like, please, Heaney, do something. And yeah. they're versing Carlton this week. So I think Heaney will be really well matched yeah. up against uh, Carlton in particular. And this is what I was saying. So Jake Lloyd, who is a typically um, a uncontested machine who sits in the pocket, waits for that like mark, he got a 118 because, again, he was th- that guy that was getting those. Well, we did say, what, what did we say? 100 for the next four rounds. He's already averaging 140 for three and then 118 for five. Yep. So, so, yeah, maybe I'll have to just start writing things down next year and taking my own advice. Now, nah, well, look, we said this, but we also think that after the buys, he'll drop Yeah, I think he'll yeah, drop off once so, he gets some tough games. But, I think um, that he probably averages 98 for the uh, rest of the year and oh. 95 for the whole year. Meanwhile, draft league, Hewitt, I brought in this week, and I brought in uh, Hickey. 109 and a 110 between the two of them. Yeah, I know. Thank you kindly. Uh, <laughs> well JPK doing really well as well. Got a 109, so not too bad. I think he'll do really well against Carlton. I think he'll be very well matched up against them. Uh, Lance Franklin got a 60. So um, I know there's some people that brought him in. It was a wet game, so it didn't really suit him. Nah, definitely didn't. Um, but I mean, I, again, I, I we said pre-game that we didn't think that he was a good trade in this the last week anyway. No, I thought so about not it, with his but no, even. not with his break even. I nah. uh, thought you could wait a week and good on I that. I think this week did. is the week if you really want Franklin I, but I, I still, still wait a week well with this low score just because they're playing Carlton oh yeah for sure so I mean check the weather forecast again though because if it's wet again you know it probably doesn't suit him but yep so if it's wet uh, go skiing <laughs> uh, okay, moving to the next game, Geelong versus Carlton, and Carlton gave it a real good shake for a while. Yeah, like they gave it a crack, and, and, and Geelong, they scared typical, Geelong. Typical Geelong, scared mate. They're trying, what are they, coasting? 
Like, seriously. Well, I don't think they've got... They don't really have enough weapons anymore. At the end of the day, their midfield is their weapon. The problem is they can win contested ball like no tomorrow and they can really make it happen if they want to. Yeah. If it's not there, they don't have enough sort of pure talent as far as, you know, just being able to make make goals happen. Yeah. They need to really win that contested ball, be that contested beast that absolutely floors somebody. Yeah. They need to be the bulldozer that floors them. If they rock up like a little pussycat doll, (laughs) right, this little piece of shit, whimsily fucking wet rag doll, right... Teams will just match it with them, and then they can't score. It's yeah. stupid. I think their um their, their defense needs an upgrade somewhere. I, I don't know if they're going to trade in. Uh, they're, well, they're really not missing Lockie Henderson. Definitely not Stewart. He's he's killing it. No, well uh, that's what I mean. Like their best defender is Tom Stewart. Second year now. Great. I mean, Tom Stewart, I think, is a really good player. And that's Averaging fantastic. 90.3, Stuart. Yeah, Ridiculous. Not bad. Would have been good if you got him in draft early, too. So, not a bad little uh, little pluck there. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're really missing, obviously, Corey Enright. Um, they're really missing... Uh, who else did they have? Uh, Lonergan left last year as well. I mean, those two guys were... Uh, stalwarts in their defense for years decades even so uh, you know they're really missing some key cogs in there and then they've got uh, a guy like jack henry who actually performed a really good role last week and has had has had a couple of really good weeks but they really need to shore up their defense um they need to start using that as more of an attacking weapon because when geelong are at their best they're transitioning from defense really really well and it hasn't exactly been happening to their liking um and look, I thought, at the end of the day, I thought uh, Carlton did really, really well to their credit. As I said um, earlier in the pod, Simpson played one of the best games I've seen him play physically. I, I loved his game. Um, Cruiser with a 139 surprised me, but I mean, you know, these days against well, a Geelong Ruckman. Yeah, Ruck Geelong Ruckman doesn't, doesn't, really doesn't really matter. So, uh, um, Tui did well for those that picked him in this week, if uh, they needed him. Is an 89 well? Well, well enough for Tui. I yeah. mean, let's face it. Um, got a good draft. I mean, yeah. a goal arm did really well, but again, Selwood had a down week. Applet had a down week. Uh, Menegola did well, but I Tim think he's Kelly kind of is, the, is the is the tough Dis- one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's disappointing, yeah. and I'm not going to let him lose any more cash. I wanted to get rid nah, of him I think last he's out week, this week, but I if thought you've got, if you got yeah. him, like unless you have a really like you're playing. The I was game. hoping he was going to hit nearly nearly hit his break even against yep. Carlton, and I could wait until his buy. But no, nah, he's out for me. He'd have to hit ninety. Uh, he'd have to average ninety over the next three rounds to come out at four hundred k at the at his buy. So you've got to bank the fact that he has to hit at least ninety. Every single week for the next three weeks no, I reckon to maintain his price. His break even is huge. I don't think that's even relevant. I think he's 136. So even if he averages 90, he's dropping. And he's dropping. Yeah, he will, but he can get it back up to well, 400 by have, that time. You'd have to have a better round then by that last one. He's only got to buy in a few rounds, Chris. That's three. Yeah, exactly it'll right. Take so too every, long. It'll every, take too long to drop before he brings back up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yep. so I think Kelly's definitely a must uh, move Kurnow on. Kurnow with a 110 is good. I mean, Cripps had a good game, but he was taken. This is what I mean. Cripps was taken off five, maybe uh, seven game minutes left of the last quarter, and he limped off like he was broken. He was looking like, good for was a, the large part of that game. Struggling to get around the field and move from contest to contest. So he was willing himself to do it. He got it. He copped a corky. And um, yeah, I don't know how he'll pull up this week. He just looked so broken, raggedy, and like. Yep. Ugh, yeah. But yeah, I think that's pretty much. Um, it for that game to be honest. Yeah, so, there's not that much else to not say. Not that much yeah, out of it. it was good just on, one good of those, on Carlton for showing up and, and giving it their best. At one of those scraps. One of these. Uh, this um, GWS and Essendon game was one I was surprised in. Yep. Uh, I was expecting GWS to actually show some grunt, and they're only playing like two and a half quarters at the moment. It's it's frustrating. It's it's, a, it's annoying that I tipped tipped in this week. Well, yeah, mate, I'm only like a tip behind you now. Look out. Oh, I had a bad tipping week. I really did. I, I, I GWS at home. Kelly back in the team. Yeah. For sure. Um, 
You got Lob playing well. Heater Shaw has a 149. Kanika has a 138, and they lose. Yeah. They, they actually and got Callum, done by And six. Callum Ward got a 118. I mean, that score Rory is a little, bit, well. a little bit lopsided. They really just skipped away um, late. It wasn't... Um, the last quarter was... Com- it was it was even right up until the, the third quarter, at the end of the third quarter, and then they um, they kicked away in the last. So um, it didn't really... It wasn't as reflective, but um, yeah, it was disappointing to watch. Um, yeah, I love watching Heater Shaw um, back in the, in, in the actual uh, goal square... Take it, obviously taking kickouts, um, kicking to himself, um, taking the intercepts, getting the handball receives, doing the classic heater shore role. That was really, really good for me. So I enjoyed that. Oh, um, great. But uh, you loved obviously Josh Kelly coming back in. Um, oh, just I didn't love him. I, I wish you know, I want him back in my side at some point if I can work it. But um, yeah, I don't like trading people out and bringing him back in. But Kelly did all right. He got a like a ninety nine. Um, what did he get? Yeah, 99. So he had... On 70% game time. 70% game time. Not very good efficiency uh, disposal. But, um, yeah, like if you could still play a 99 with that and 70% game time and horrible efficiency, I think he's definitely one to watch. He yep. could easily go 115 for the back end of the year. Uh, I'm really hoping that this continues with Coniglio's score because of Kelly's Well, end. the funny thing is is that so many people held him. Like, held him for how many rounds, Chris? Like, he already had three games, since, seven rounds? Been out since round three, so yeah. Yeah, and uh, 7% aside still. Now, here's the thing that, um, that most people, I'm sure you're aware, it obviously it was a groin injury that was keeping him out, and they didn't want to play him because the one game could make it a season-ending injury, right? So that's really why they were they Yeah, were just look at serving. Brad Crouch. Yeah. What what I don't like about that now, and this is the concert, like this is just me looking at this conservatively, is that they're still going to manage? They manage his time this week. They'll manage his time again next week, and then the, who knows what's going to happen? It's going to be a week to week approach on this. He could turn out and average one twenty for the rest of the year. I'm not saying you can't do it, but the more likely scenario is they he has another game off you know, later in the season. He's managed for the rest of the season, and in the off season they look to try and do surgery or whatever it may be. I think it's too serious of an injury to have. You have five weeks off for it not to affect him into the season. So I'll be um, I'll be surprised if he can really pump out some really good consistent scores moving forward. That's so. fair. Uh, we did touch on Hopper at the start of the year. Uh, he's actually had three pretty good games in a row, an 88, a 99, and then uh, in this game he got a 112. So he's actually building in pretty nicely uh, after his slow start. Yeah, Rory Lobb as well. I don't want to talk about Rory Lobb yeah. anymore. I'm actually <laughs> just going to punch myself in the face every time I see it. That's fair. Uh, Zaharakis uh, having a fairly good year. Like up and down a little, but, you know, consistent. He's at least trying. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, Devin Smith, very impressed. Yeah, uh, with again, this one. Devin every Smith. week he comes out and he, he performs. Plenty of pressure, plenty of tackles. Uh, loving this one. What's um, annoying about Devin Smith is that on some weeks that he just gets a ninety, there could have been a one ten game oh, or a one fifteen game. A hundred percent in fantasy, they yeah. must be loving him. Because, yeah, exactly. You know, but, but it's um, just his kicking efficiency sometimes lets him down. So yeah, and good on Heppel for breaking the one hundred five. He got a one eleven, so he hit the one ten this week. Yeah, good, good on, on you. you for following through a little if bit, you, mate. If you look closely at that one eleven, it looks like his dreadlocks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Or his pubes. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus, okay. <laughs> anyway, and uh, good on... Oh, God, Art, he got 102. I said he would not do very well. He's averaging 88, so look, good on him. He's probably because... He's, he's not relevant. He's not relevant, probably because they've been hor- doing horrible for a while. Uh, Zach Merritt got a, He's about as relevant as Zach Merritt. Stringer's actually done pretty well for a couple of weeks, but not really that relevant. Unless no, he's he been this playing up. well, but he's been playing forward. He's been yeah, playing yeah, sure. well, but he hasn't been scoring six, uh, super coach relevant scores. Maybe so. for draft if you're desperate. Yeah. Um, that's fair enough. And look, apart from that, I don't think there's actually that much relevant, except for Ridley got a 49. 
Um, yeah, to be honest, and Wolfie got a 68. So there's nothing much more to take yeah, out so of that game. Am- Ambrose out for uh, two weeks, two to three weeks, they reckon. So yep. um, that shores up uh, some Ridley time. So we'll see how that goes. And let's go on to, it was a very interesting game, uh, Hawthorne and West Coast. Yep. Um, I tipped West Coast based on form. Uh, and it was at Etihad. If it was at the MCG, it you was at When I looked at it, I didn't even notice it was at Etihad. Oh, if, if it was the MCG, I would have tipped Hawks. If I had sure. known that, it, if I had, if I saw that it was at Etihad, I would have tipped. Well, yeah. Why would you assume it was at Etihad, right? You see Hawthorne, but um, look, you know, rookies make mistakes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Mitchell, harsh for fair. Harsh Tim Mitchell, one sixteen. Uh, Omira got another. Tom Mitchell, you mean? T. Mitchell, teach. Oh, I thought you said Tim Mitchell. Not... No, T. Mitchell. Yeah, so Mitchell. Uh, 116, so it was uh, good He was for tagged, us. actually, but um, and it held to 116. It was good. Yeah, yeah like Hutchings, you said. Hutchings, for sure. We took the, uh, we both took the danger. Danger. Danger, so captain, so. Um, well, only because I thought Fife was getting tagged, and I think a lot of people we did. We didn't like any of the Sunday if games. If you made Fife captain, good on you for the balls. Oh, good five. on you for the balls. If I'd made Fife captain, I would have made another, what, 40 points or whatever it was yeah. on... But yeah, so uh, we thought uh, we both thought that uh, Mitchell would get tagged, which he was. He was tagged by Hutchings. Um, so Hutchings did an okay job, but I mean Mitchell still got quite a lot of ball, and he was the top scorer for the Hawks. So you can't really say it was a successful yep. day. Mirror making money for those that still have him. Geez, I regret not getting him in. He's two hundred sixty-six k now, and he has a break-even of negative ten. So look. I think he'll be dropped this week, though. Yeah, fair enough too. So I'll be I'll be surprised if he survives the chop. He's two in one out, isn't he? Really? He was a defensive liability this like week. Like the Barracuda, two yeah. in one out. <laughs> uh, Ooh, but anyway, Barracuda. Gaff, Gaff, Gaff has really I have underestimated Gaff, and I think especially everyone has. well, not to mention we also did say that he wasn't even running at the start of the year. Like yep. in the off season, Had he a did terrible not terrible off season. Like yep. yeah, so like oh, we're not going to give you surgery, but look, just lay off your feet. So we're not we're not running at all in the off season. Yep. And then he, he comes did not out. Run at literally, all in he the comes off out, season. and then what? Yeah. Like the biggest seagull. He is the seagull. I think Lockie Hunter. He's played more inside ball than he's played in any year ever. Really? Yep. Well, I think Lockie he, Hunter's putting uh, a few posters on his wall, mate, because he now wants to be like Gaff. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's just like, I want to be. Yeah. I want to be like Gaff. I know, Bam! right? Yeah. He's like, he's like the bifocal seagull. He um, can do it all. <laughs> um, seriously, he usually plays on a wing Gaff, but he's actually been playing on the ball. So, uh, yeah, getting much more around the contest and it's put a lot more consistency in his game. I think he's also helped that, obviously, they haven't had their full complement of mids. So, Shuiat, who I oh, believe is sure. coming back, um, that, that means he's had to play more inside. Well, he's a more consistent yet uglier form of Redden. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Well, Redden's been playing a lot outside, playing as a link man with a well, Redden, Mark Redden's Kick. Redden's been good, for, though. Um, 103 yeah. for the last three. One, yeah. I think it was 114 for the last five. So he's he's killing it. And it's because West Coast are winning games. I mean, Yo got another 100. Good on Yo. Consistent. Yep. For, thank you for and showing up. And he really up. worked towards thank, that 100, mate, didn't he? Thank you for showing up. Just thanks for playing. You know I'm I mean? surprised that got in the park. Oh, so me too. So look, th- thanks for playing, mate. Thanks for playing. Uh, look, apart from that, I think for those that had Darling in, they got an 81. Um, not that surprising. I think you look at uh, Hawthorne's defense is actually pretty good in general. Um, so you're not going to do too much there, really. We mentioned that um, Kennedy is a very juicy price right now. and Kennedy is. Um, look, he's not obviously performing, but he's if he kicks a, si- a bag of six next week, 
He's priced well, at uh, what games. Is it, 366k. Uh, yeah. So Kennedy is very cheap. 366k. He's dropped 150 basically. Uh, problem is he's only averaging 68, so he might actually get better in the back end of the year. Yeah. This but, is a I guy mean, that's he average. Had... He's averaged like 90 plus for the last how many years? So yeah. I mean, he's still a, didn't play a the first six rounds with injury. So... Yes, and then slow in. But, yeah. Um, he's just being worked into it. He's not playing uh, this the right the same. Again, role if I was short plays. on cash, you got to take some risks like that, and he would not be a bad risk if he goes yep. ham. I don't know why I keep following you now. Yes. Yeah, the ham. Oh, we're the ham brothers. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for that. Uh, Rioli did not too bad. 72. Um, Played really well. Yeah, look, I think it's not too bad. Hutchings obviously sacrificed his score by trying to tag out. Uh, Gunston had an absolute stinker, which I was very upset about. Uh, you were upset about the old Gunston? I was very I'm upset. upset. I'm more upset about Lloyd. Uh, sorry, Lloyd. Um uh, Luke Bruce, so ever since Popluka came back, he's dropped scores of 49 and I think uh, 38 was the other one. Had some really, really, really bad scores. And they've also lost two games. In yeah, a um, yeah, but I don't think it's that. I think it's his role. I think Popolo in the side is another forward target that they kick to because he's got that high marking ability and he can also win, uh, win the ball one-on-one quite well. Whereas they were, um, uh, Bruce is now getting much more up higher up the pitch. He was playing out of the goal square now he's uh, moving outside the 50 so Do I think you know for Bruce years Chris changed I actually thought they were booing him when he would take a mark in the forward pocket <laughs> and my mate's like do you even know the game like, Bruce 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 and I was like why are they booing him Oh, dude, that yeah, is right. Bruce. That's that's an absolute rock. Dude, that's um. I thought they were booing him. I was like, why are they booing him? He, same just, with took like, a, he just took a like, mark in a forward pocket. Alan Tuvey, do you remember that possum? No. no? Alan Tuvey from Collingwood. No, I like with tubes. Right. No. no. Oh, okay. Fair yeah, anyway. <laughs> dude, that's so. What about hilarious. Adam Didac then? Die. <laughs> <laughs> no, that never. Same happened. logic. No. Yeah, no. No one ever. No one ever went for him. But Didac was gold. Ah, uh, talking about dying. Let's talk about Adelaide in the next <laughs> game, Chris, because uh, you tipped them. Uh, of course I did. They're playing at um, Alice Springs. Playing in Alice Springs, mate. That's not a home ground. Melbourne have played who? Gold Coast. Carlton. Carlton. Yeah, but based on recent... Absolute duds recently. On recent form, mate, Adelaide had a short, uh, again, a weekend side. And the reason I tip Melbourne, Chris, is because they have more Indigenous players. <laughs> that, well, do they? I don't know. I think <laughs> I think Adelaide have quite a few. I was just, yeah, making, they would, I was just making stuff up, Chris. Close. Go with it. Oh, just, okay. Just okay. go with it. No, look, I mean, you. okay, so one thing I want to highlight, um, Brayshaw, everyone's on the... Oh, Brayshaw... Brayshaw, his biggest score, this is his biggest score of the year. His other two scores that he scored in the tons were barely over 100. And, and then he's and got this, terrible scores under that. And this is why I refuse to play perfect nine sometimes. Because <laughs> who the hell is going to pick Brayshaw as their sometimes highest score? Sometimes. It's the worst game ever. Because Literally. Like there's got to be one well, game to pick, throws up. As if anyone's going to pick Robbo and Brayshaw yeah. in their top nine. No thanks. Anyway, no uh, Dodi has uh, hurt me. If I should have got rid of Murray. If you held Dodi like Man. I did, you're a god. Well, yeah, he's definitely going to make it to his buy now. I mean, what's his break even? 28. Oh, my God. Yeah, he'll be at 400K by his buy. So, oh, yeah. Uh, he's, after this week, he's been to go up to about 395. So yeah. I just want to neck myself after that, I think. A uh, bit of bunny shopping on the on the to-do list. Yeah, yeah a bit of six-footer rope. You'll be sweet. Yeah, uh, the soft one, though. I don't want to hurt Yeah, yeah no, you don't want to break <laughs> your neck. You just want to choke out. Right? Oh, wow. <laughs> out. <laughs> Give him the sleeper hold. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Matty Hogan, Crouch been disappointing. Hogan had a good round. I think the person actually had the best score for the week had Hogan in there. He did, so, yeah. So uh, good on you, in. Viney. I can't believe second game back in gets a ton. Uh, hurt me in draft. So and Maxi Played Gorn really well. uh, had a good game, but without going off tap, which was good again for us in draft this week. Because well, I couldn't believe how bad Jacobs played though. 
again. I, I, honestly, like, I, I, Jacobs was not in the contest at hitouts. Man, I'm he loving, was not even close. I'm loving life because I didn't like Jacobs. So it just oh, makes, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't either. But I was, I was wanting him to play good so that um, it offset Gorn's score. Yes. Because I didn't want him to go and big it's on funny, a captain's hey, you, score. You don't want them to go huge, but then you still want them to kind of go well enough. Yeah, I'm like, I'm happy with a 110. I'm happy with a 120 yeah. maybe because I still win. But, yeah, I, I don't want him to go 140, 150 because then I, I missed the boat on his captaincy yep. score. So. Uh, Tim Smith, 101. Uh, so, very good game there. I thought uh, Lever, well again the guy game. that um, the guy that won the round he, he actually traded in Tim Smith early oh and put so him on, and, and had on, him on field, field. yeah, yeah so I'm like dude that's that's just ass that's ballsy that's ass um, Petrucca jeez he's scraping through with the 80s at the moment he'll probably average 80 flat for the year if he's lucky oh mate uh, well we said uh, what 85 to 90 he's not uh, even I think I was saying like yeah, 88 or so what's, but he's 76 average oh um, Jesus that's the same as last year isn't biggest it biggest trap ever uh, Hibbert got a 95 probably because they just absolutely spanked the last couple of games so he's had a couple of good ones yep um, look this game was just, it was literally it was just an absolute demolition it was a one way track one way show and there was no pressure by Adelaide at all no. like literally Melbourne were just doing whatever they wanted they were just pushing the ball forward and they were just hitting it after it the so first crazy. quarter it was game over like it was just Adelaide I don't even know why they were there at points um yep it was yeah it was pretty bad to watch and they're not making changes moment because they just keep winning yeah um and like Tyson, in Adelaide's well, defense they've got a lot of injuries still though they, they were in their defense they were absolutely deplorable they yeah. should have applied more pressure than well, that, 100%. okay so uh, yeah I, I agree so yeah. why isn't Lachlan Murphy playing for him then? he will this week well I, I would be surprised if he does not it, get a call they up. have to make changes you've got to make a change for those in the forward line they didn't put any pressure on or for those in defense they just yeah. lacklustered it's time for out. us as a people to well, start making some gonna, changes well, they're gonna make some changes and I don't think he'll be afraid to what about the stare down the third quarter stare down imagine the amount of steel in the balls right that you would have to have to walk into a centre huddle not say an effing word and just just look at them <laughs> without cracking up in laughter I would break nah. just looked at them yeah it wouldn't like, be good you own this you, you know, know what you're doing you are horrible yep that's true I mean look if you what I was um, surprised if you look at Adelaide's scores they're all really deplorable then look at, uh, at at Melbourne's scores scroll down until you see a 70 you know like literally there's what one, two, three, four, five, six players that didn't score eighty or above, and uh, three of those scored seventy or above. So, it, like, it was just a one way. It was a one way street. And eight of uh, Adelaide's players scored eighty or above. Yep. So there you go. So, so yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of Melbourne right now. They're on an absolute hot streak. What I'm not looking forward to is in two weeks they play Collingwood at the G on the Queen's birthday, and I'm going to be there to watch that demolition. So. Um, if you are at uh, the game, I will be there. So, Taylor, uh, I will uh, meet you probably before the game, uh, which would be cool. So, I might, might grab a beer and a lunch. Good and old T-Swizz. Post that T-Swizz. photo for us, will yeah, you? Yeah, we'll, um, uh, maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll have a meet and greet. I'll set up a stall. We'll get, we'll get some mugs going. <laughs> People have been seriously interested in the mugs. I've got to get onto it. Chris, get onto it, mate. I'm busy. I will get onto the, the Supercoach mugs. Um, they're going to be awesome. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. Um, so sorry about that, but we will get on it's to it. It's funny a, how that all came about, too. The Hedishaw and the Caniglio. Oh, it's really funny. Hashtag blessed. Uh, let's go into the last game. Uh, geez, I, I was, love watching this game. Oh, very surprised with North. Mm. And and the funny thing is, is that Fremantle, their top echelons, had a blind art. And yep. they still won. And they still yep. was well, in, yeah, North still won, yep. which is just crazy. I think North, they didn't, no one was really a standout, so to speak. Like, people had some really solid games, yeah. but a team effort. Uh, they just held on long enough. Yeah. That's essentially what they did is 
they just held on long enough. And um, if they any kick goals at the right time well, that's against what, the flow. Well, that's what Hawthorne had uh, taught North Melbourne, mate. That if you just hold on long enough, uh, eventually Fremantle will crumble. <laughs> so they yeah, yeah. And uh, Hawthorne held on long enough to get to the grand final, and then Fremantle crumbled. <laughs> that's exactly what. Happened. That's exactly what happened. That's classic. Yeah, and also and you got to remember they are coached by old Ross. And Lyon. I think it's a little bit ironic. Wouldn't know how to win anything. <laughs> no, it's it's a little <laughs> ironic that Ross Lyon's favorite dish is the apple crumble. <laughs> That is ironic, isn't it? Don't you think? It's like me. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Oh wow! No, look. Um, Fife was unbelievable, but Walters I thought was best on ground. So it's like a Catholic choking on a condom. (laughs) Ironic. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Nat Fife absolutely went. Yeah, he went ham, didn't he? Well, one sixty-three, literally, and not many people. I still think Walters was best on ground, and and something I'll say. Um, so Walters was on 130 and didn't, uh, and, and had a big last quarter. Ha- uh, he was on 130 at three quarter time. His first two actions of the start of the fourth quarter were two free kicks against. Oh, wow. He went back down to 121 and then You're worked like, his way no! back up. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I think it was literally the ball went up. He, it was a free against against Walters in the contest from the first bounce of the ball. And I was like, oh, there's one. <laughs> you, know, you know what the funny thing is I really like, and I think only f- people that follow fantasy or supercoach will actually understand this. You go to a game, right, and you're, you're watching your team and you're versing another team, and you don't like to see goals being kicked against your but side. But you're right? okay with Unless it. Unless it's if your it's team. your team, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, even I went to the Gold Coast, and they're not, not my sides, but Gold Coast for like Mel- versus, like, Melbourne. I was like, come on, Spargo! Yes. Come on, Spargo! Where are you, Spargo? Yeah. Like, go, go, Spargo! Like, and everyone's, like, looking at me like, what the hell? I'm moving, like, this Gold Coast G up. <laughs> and I'm, like, going for these Melbourne support. I'm like, what's going on? And yeah, it's I a think, super coach points. I think it's just so funny though. I'm yeah. like, I don't want like I don't. Uh, no one kicks a goal unless it's this guy, this guy, or this guy. Yeah. Then I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, like I really hope that Gorn Tow's Grundy, but I also don't hope that Tenor Gorn Tow's Grundy. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the trials and tribulations of loving super coach and football. I know. Yeah, and your own. We want to have we want to have the the pie and eat it too. So uh, interesting news: Sandland's out for a week. Yes. Um, concussion. Sucks so he's gone for the week. Yeah. How's well, he concussed? What are you? just trip over <laughs> he's <laughs> fell from that high no, it was a it was a shoulder clash um he clashed with someone but i think he led with his head or something i don't, I don't know how he got hit from that high well it must have been maybe he was bending over to pick the ball yeah, up and they both had a head he'd clash. have to be because but, um yeah he went off pretty groggy big th- man went off i groggy. think part of the problem was chris he bent over to pick up the ball for first of all the secondly there's uh less oxygen down there for him <laughs> it's true <laughs> so he's, he's used to he's bit, used to the uh the, the low pressure system yeah right so above, he, yeah. he got a bit uh dizzy uh because of all the oxygen <laughs> <laughs> so much down, oxygen the, down, down on the ground yeah he got high and went Oh, no wonder Billings up. has been playing so horrible. He's high off bloody getting no pill. <laughs> that makes sense. Anyway, so um, I will say um, so it'll be interesting this week because they play Grundy. So if you are uh, if you have Grundy, you've got to chuck a captain on him because oh. uh, who no, are they, they going to play? play second... They play when do they play? I think they're last. Um, Absolutely last, Chris. I believe it is. So Collingwood Frio. Uh, look, I don't know. It's the last game, I'm Let's pretty sure. Let's have a look. We're so, just going to pull up the draw. Well, if I can. If it'll let me, Chris. I don't really know. Anyway, no idea. I think it's the last game. I think it's um, Collingwood will be the last game. Either way, you have to put him on. I don't think Freeman will have another ruck, do they? They, oh, they'll bring in um, a, a, a penis. <laughs> a, a penis. <laughs> I, I'm it, not like, actually saying a penis. I just, I don't, I don't actually know. It's is it happiness? <laughs> is that what you're to say? <laughs> his name's A P E N W E S N E W S. Yes. So I'm his looking, name is. What are you looking for? A penis. What are you looking for? A penis. 
facts. Love <laughs> and a penis. <laughs> it's not our fault, but it's Love like and that happiness. Way. Yeah, so it's the second last game of the round, which is um, 3.20 at the MCG. Uh, Doc, game, yeah, right? Dockers at the G are going to get pumped anyway, in my opinion. So Grundy's got to be a shoe-in for captain. Um, so, yeah, I would take that, um, and then we'll have a, a look at VC and C options shortly. But, I think um, Danger against Gold Coast, V, and then Grundy as C, 100%. Yeah, um, if you've got McRae, I mean, it, it is against Melbourne, but you could also throw a, a VC on McRae. I think Danger is a really good option against Gold Coast. He's just consistent. Like, he's not going to have a low game, so it's not going to be this 100 or a 150. Yeah. He'll get you, like, a 120 to 140, I think. What I don't um, want is that, though, because if you've got Grundy, then, uh, you, you know, you want a 140, 150. So yeah, if, well, VC, danger. If he goes 150, you take it. Yeah, if, but if you're you can't take... Un, like, you've got well, to take 130 or over. Yeah, And but, he probably will get 130, well, but... Well, that's... Who cares? That's a, that's a good problem to have. If you want to yeah. risk a 130, it's like, okay, would you rather be handcuffed and go, well, this guy got a 90, so now I have to run the seat? Or do you want, hey, yeah. this guy got 135, and then you're like, well, if I don't take it, then at least you kind of... Your other option is Nat Fife. In red hot that's form. Daniel. He is in red hot form. Against, against a column midfield that's not going to tag him. It's true. It's interesting. Interesting. I think. Uh, I think I've gone danger into five this week. Yeah, me, danger into five for me personally. So me is I'm going to go McRae into five because probably the last week that I have McRae is an advantage. Or the other option I'm looking at is actually going uh, Maxi Gorn into danger is probably my other option. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, Max Gorn uh, against the Dogs. I mean, you look at what Grundy did. I think Max Gorn could absolutely go nuts. And uh, that's a very good option, I think. Yeah, um, so Gorney's playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah could, yep. I, I think that'll work. Right. I think Max Gorn into Danger. I think Danger's a safe one. Max is the, the fluctuation. Yeah. Um, I quite like that option. Yeah, I think that's good as well. There's good, and there is a either lot of way, options this either week. Either way, there is a lot of options. Um, if you've got... Uh, the great thing is, again, you, so if you've got um, Alango... They play the last Saturday night game at 8.10. So you can pretty much go anyone apart from anyone from uh, Richmond or Essendon. So the uh, Gold Coast and Geelong game is at 4.30. So you can see that entire game before you make that decision. Um, obviously, you've got Gorn at the 1.45 time slot. And you've got McRae at the same slot, of course. I uh, wouldn't be going anyone from Sydney or... Um, or Carlton, would you? There's no. Uh, uh, not really, unless. I think unless JPK or Crips, if you uh, you shouldn't be doing any of those. I don't really. Uh, with the way that Crips looked last week, or I Lance, be doing you could, it. if you really set on one of your other captains, you could throw Lance, a, v- a VC on Lance. A VC possible. on Lance as a big one against the Liam Jones. Yeah, that's the um, only left fielder that I would probably recommend at this yeah. point. Um, definitely do not do anything with Zorko. No, definitely, <laughs> definitely do not. Unless you think a, a, a hundred score would be good, which uh, it might be. Just for this round. Nah, nothing. But I think that pretty much sums it up. So you do have a, quite a lot of options, but I think the captain option is Fife or Grundy. Yep. And then your VC can be a mixture of McRae, Gorn, uh, uh, Danger, and that's about it. I think that's about it. Um, last things, uh, finally here to Chris to sum things off. If you do like the content, please do like our Facebook and Twitter page. Um, I'm not going to name names, but a couple of you uh, follow us but don't like us, which yeah. I felt a little bit hot. Uh, hot? Uh, yeah, I mean, 25 five-star reviews on Facebook doesn't lie. We've also got on uh, oh, on our iTunes, we've got uh, 29 reviews of five-star and one one-star. Well, that... that <laughs> 
<laughs> Lucky Hunter. How dare you? But um, look, anyway, so look, we hope you appreciate the content. Uh, I do apologise. At this point in time, some days it's an earlier release, sometimes it's a little bit later. Um, that should change when we get a few more people into we help. Will, we'll try and get to a Monday, Thursday but schedule please, eventually. So. Please do bear with us. This is a work in progress. Like we said, this is our first year. We are stoked that so many of you have actually come along for the journey and um, experienced that with us. So we are very happy and uh, we do really appreciate you and all the feedback and all the banter and all the comments so don't feel like we don't because we do really appreciate uh, all of your support we do just yeah bear with us as we sort of iron things out as you can tell the, the quality in audio is getting better something we're tweaking with a little bit as well and like a good red wine just uh, lay us down for a couple of years and we'll get better we're not dying, bro. <laughs> Lay us down for a couple of years. Like uh, a keg. No, Lay the keg down and tap, yeah. it, tap it from below. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, that's uh, that's it for us. We whatever are Super you Catch do, Insider. We are Super Catch Insider. Enjoy whatever trades you do. Uh, may them be blessed. Hashtag blessed. Cheers. And they stay there, and they stay there.